At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This episode of An Unexpected Podcast is brought to you by Karen McShane. Thank you. Hello, friends, and welcome to An Unexpected Podcast. I'm Ez. And I'm Lottie. And we're Talking Tolkien. We're coming to you from the North Farthing in the beautiful state of Ohio. This week, the clouds burst, and I guess that means something. Yes, it does, sweetie. Well read. You read that better than I read things. On you're supposed to. So, if you were going to kind of fill that, that's that's normally my line where I read something that Lane wrote for me, and oh, normally okay. I mess it up. So here's how I I would have read it this way. This week the clouds burst, and guess that means something. Like I would have just left out a word. You know, I'd have just messed it up. <laughs> um, but anyway, no, that is that is the chapter we are covering. Was it 16 or 17? I can't remember. 17, 18? I believe. Yeah, 17. 17. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <The> clouds <laughs> burst. So, and, and I'm about to burst because uh, I am so happy, burst with happiness, that I have my lovely wife on the podcast today. So friends, you are hearing the lovely voice of my Rosie. How are you, sweetie? Oh, it's so good to be here. I mean, literally, it's so I'm so glad I I'm here right now. Because, like physically right here? Yes, uh, <laughs> because it's uh, it's a lot right now to travel during COVID and everything. And yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, a lot of you guys probably know I'm from Germany. So um, I'm trying to see as, as much as I can. And uh, yeah, it's not easy right now. <laughs> yeah. So. So really, I guess, yeah, you're right. It, do, it, it does mean a lot to me, too, that you are actually here physically. Like, that's the whole thing. We, uh, it's so great. It's mm-hmm. so great. We got to go see Lane and Sarah uh, last oh, week yeah. at the hospital, and we got to do that together. And just the little things we've been doing, you know, the food. We have been making some, you, I'm sorry. Wow. You have been making <laughs> some wonderful Hobbit food recently. And so that also has me ready to burst all right it's just so good <laughs> and i want to eat all of it and but yet it's not very it's, it's not like it's um we eat a lot of vegetables we do you gotta eat those vegetables you can have like you know the stuff that you really like like you know some good dressing or mm-hmm. some cream or some you know sweets here and there but you gotta put in those vegetables and yeah believe it or not i don't know um if you're you've been a fan of spinach before but 
Mm-hmm. Ez now is asking for the spinach for more spinach. On I am, guys. Yeah, I am. I, I literally am, I'm asking for spinach and it's it's crazy. I think I've shocked her a few times where I've been like, uh, sweetie, we got any more of that? Uh, what's it called again? Uh, baby spinach. Or, That's great. You know, and then she's like, yes, 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 yes. She's just like throwing it in. Uh, she, she made me some eggs and um, kind of like an omelet the other day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, OK, I'm just taking eggs. Right. I get to work and I open it up and there's it's just packed with spinach. <laughs> Tons of it. And I loved it. I ate every freaking bite of it. And it was it was just it was just wonderful. So uh, sorry, guys, we're kind of all over the place here. I'm going to get to to a point here, but I just wanted to say that I'm happy that you're here and that I love you so much. I love you, too, sweet. Gosh, I've been talking about this. It's going to sound kind of weird. You know, the last episode uh, we did. So we've actually done some breakdown of like images. We've been talking about uh, I had. Oh, various council members, patrons, uppers, uh, Cameron, who's been my kind of my 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 uh, co-host, if you will, filling in for me, and just talking about the show, all these things that have that have that have come up. Well, today I was editing. You were out with my dad. Yeah. Right. You were out with my dad. My dad's you know showing Lottie the I don't know stores and introducing her to family members. I think he's just so happy right now. It's so great. And oh, it I, was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, it was great. So, but you come back and I, I had started this, the editing process on the return journey chapters. And it dawned on me that we didn't have this week's, that we didn't have a, a chapter after the gathering clouds. You know, the, 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 the clouds gather and then they burst and I didn't have anything ready. And I, for some reason in my mind, I thought we had it. I thought we'd already done it or we had covered it. So I'm just like, oh shoot, you know what? Let's just do this. And let's, let's just, cause we've talked about having Lottie on. I said, let's just toss her in here she's done (laughs) wonderful we've actually already recorded the book review so tell them how we started this whole thing sweetie we we started with the end of the podcast right we did yes so um yeah 20 minutes before we started with the end of the podcast Uh i didn't even know i was gonna be uh, on here tonight yeah (laughs) and it was a lot of fun so we started with the end of the podcast and we did a quick trailer review with um cameron Mm -hmm. which is really cool Mm -hmm. um and now we're here recording the intro with yeah it's so backward it is so backward so you're gonna hear i think throughout like the first time you start to podcast and you do stuff on the mic it's different like right now we can't even hear ourselves right right so i mean we can like before i had to set up on a different system where we could hear the microphone hear our levels and now we have headphones on which why do we still have headphones on I don't even know. <laughs> we should not. I, th- have I think on. you have to look. I, we... I thought you have to look like that when you. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We were actually recording with Cameron, so he was in the computer in this oh, little square okay. box. So we can hear him. So we could hear him gotcha. and hear the trailer. Oh my and goodness. we just left him on, and you can take them off because I know they're hurting your ears a little bit. Oh my god! So let's <laughs> go ahead saying... and do that. Let's. Oh, doesn't that feel nice? Oh my god, that that sounds so different, though. Isn't that weird? It's so crazy. I know. I know. I can actually hear your voice, and it's lovely. I mean, it was lovely before. Don't give me (laughs) sorry. But like now, it's just there's nothing blocking uh, its path to my ears. So, yeah, but I feel like you know, have have you got more comfortable? Have we've done the episode backwards? Yeah, I have actually. I have. Yes, it feels a lot more natural to just talk to this microphone. Right. It is kind of. Yeah, it, it's kind of weird. Like even when you did the intro, when you this episode is brought to you by, it's weird to go from something that's super scripted to then right. something that's not because you feel like you have to kind of like play it up a little bit or whatever. Right. And you're like, yeah. how do you do that? Um, and it's also awesome because English is not your native lang- language. 
No, it's not. I, I got a background in English education as a um, foreign language. So I'm, I'm German, obviously. And um, but I'm a teacher. I'm an English teacher in Germany. And I've already spent one year in, in this North Farthing mm -hmm. uh, uh, in the beautiful state of Ohio. Yes. Very, very, even you were further up. Way north. north. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, which I've is, got a little bit of a background. Yeah. Which is awesome. Which is why, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like when I first started talking to you, I was kind of like, stop, you're not, you're not from German. <laughs> but no, you have a wonderful, um, wonderful voice. You know, your English is great. Um, so, so anyways, but yeah, you've gotten more comfortable throughout all of this. And like, it is, it is interesting as you, as you read The the Hobbit and as you read Lord of the Rings too, like just the vocabulary that you get from it. Like right. you, were, you talk about this later on, mm -hmm. um, but I found that really interesting. Later on, you guys are going to hear a lot of talk about just the word choice that Tolkien uses and how fascinating it is to somebody who's trying to pick up English and, and learn these things. So yeah, it's a lot of fun actually yeah. to, to learn more through books. Yeah. 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 So anyway, this has been wild. Um, it's just been a crazy kind of way to do an episode. We started with the mm -hmm. back end. We had a wonderful conversation with Cameron Hansen, Cameron in Hansen, by the way, let me make sure I plug all of his social media because he's a wonderful human being. So Cameron dot in, dot hansen and then you can also go to his website which is cameron in hansen.com you'll hear in the next episode by the way it's so weird the way i've been doing these because like i'm like both in the future but also reverting to the past it just it's weird um cameron talks a lot about his his website and it's pretty pretty good pretty funny so yeah but it's just been it's just been crazy um so for those of you, I guess moving forward, we like to do just a couple couple updates here. We are going to release this episode. So this is going to be the clouds burst. Um, we have a trailer breakdown and analysis. We cover the chapter. And you did a great job, by the way, reading the summary. So I did, again, I thrust Lottie into this, guys. So because I kind of need someone just to bounce ideas off of and uh, help me get through the chapter because as it gets kind of, I don't know, I could get bogged down in every line. I could just read the chapter to you guys. I'm all over the place sometimes. And <laughs> so it's nice to have you just read me a summary. And then from there, we just kind of bounced into discussion. So we did that. And then I think next week or the week after that, we will have the next chapter, which is at Paragraphs. And it's, it's just a fun time. Um, four people on the mic. It's crazy. It's a crazy long episode. And there's a great film to it, which Cameron provided. And that will be up on YouTube at some point. So be looking forward to that. And then we'll probably do more trailer breakdowns and more just analysis of stuff uh, to come. And then I think, sweetie, I think you and I might finish out the final chapter together. If you're cool with that. Oh, there's one more chapter to cover. One more. Okay. Yeah, the very last chapter. Wow. Yeah, I know. This one was kind of an emergency chapter. I was actually saving <laughs> the last chapter for you. And uh, this was kind of like, oh, crap. I can't release the episode that I'm currently editing because I don't right. have episode before so this is this has happened to me twice um and it just came down to time zones and trying to coordinate even when lane and i were recording it originally we were we were leaving chapters we were saying okay what chapter do you guys want this person could cover chapter 17 on this day but the guy that was doing chapter 16 before he couldn't do it until after we mm -hmm. had done 17 so then things happened life happened and we never got there yeah i mean so you really gotta appreciate that perfect name of the podcast it is just an unexpected podcast mm -hmm. and yeah you um totally live up to that right we embraced that name yeah. big time uh so yeah and sweetie you know i've mentioned to uh to folks on the podcast like it's been kind of i think bonkers for them to hear that like ez is engaged and then <laughs> and then boom and then oh wait and then ez is married 
Uh, and it's always back and forth because all of these are, are episodes that happen right after Vigo was born. Mm -hmm. And I, it's us referring back to the summer and spring. And then even for Lane and I, we talk sometimes about my conversations with you clear back to last year. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's really wild. So we, we've been reflecting on all of that and I haven't really mm -hmm. said anything to, any, in, to, to, to people. And I think they've been a little bit confused. So just so that's out there, that, right. that's why it's even more confusing, I, I guess, is what I want to say. Uh, so sorry about that. You know, that's that's totally fine. I'm, okay. I'm confused sometimes, too. That's fine. OK, <laughs> we all are. OK, it's just a, such a it's such a bonkers <laughs> thing. Like you go from like announcing you're in, engaged in one episode to saying, oh, we're married in the next episode because I recorded that just last week. Right. And then going back to an episode where it's like we are we were still engaged because we pre-recorded it way back. Nah, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Anyway, I'm so glad you're here though. And you did such Me an too. amazing job. This is wonderful. Um, so also we would like to say um, just to Lane and Sarah, we love you guys to your family. Yes. We love you guys. We know you guys um, are still in the hospital. Uh, for those of you who are wanting kind of an update, just there's, there's um, you, again, let me pull this up real quick. Um, last time I didn't do this cause I wasn't sure when I was talking to Joe, um, so if you want to follow Sarah, um, and again, it, it, this just comes down to if, you know, if she does post stories and on Facebook, she posts some stuff. Lane is also posting stuff too, but it's, uh, Sarah Smith eight. And then Lane is Lane, the villager. And a lot of them again are linked over on our podcast. So if you guys want updates, they're doing, I, I, first of all, I love these two individuals. They're, they're, yeah. you know, Lane is, is like my brother um sarah like my sister just just wonderful yes. you know just wonderful people and i was so happy that you got to meet them we've kind of talked and you and sarah have been yeah. talking oh it was so quite great. a bit you yes know? it was it was like yeah it felt like we've known each other for a long time and it was wonderful to meet them and their energy is great um yeah and you just want to surround yourself with good people and that's what they are definitely. yeah yeah so we send all our love to them and their family yeah, yeah, for sure. And so Lane posted, he said, uh, unreal time seeing myself and Lottie. He's got us tagged over here. Uh, it was like she and Sarah had been best friends for years. Here's mm -hmm. to all the memories <laughs> to come. And it does feel like that. We want to take them um, some dinner. I know a few of you have asked me, you've missed out on uh, maybe the care package that was going to them or what have you. Uh, they are still um, in it at Children's. The post office, the P.O. box that, that's always listed, you can also send something to them there if you would like um if you send me something to uh, i'll make sure that that gets down to to lane and sarah as well but uh we love them they get a lot going on and again it's it's sort of um been just very unexpected you know like this 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 yeah. whole this life is an unexpected adventure i think tolkien was kind of saying an unexpected party people knocking on bilbo's door going outside what what adventures are out there and so life took me international for like the whole year all over the world yeah uh <laughs> to find my rosie my sweetheart and then again, you know, Lane and, and Sarah now, um, Vigo is, is such a, a fighter and his spirit yes. is so strong. And just to hear them talk about that and to see, by the way, if you haven't had a chance, and I, I know I mentioned this later in the episode too, but just the way we're recording this is, is all over. Um, make sure you check out our reaction. Vigo is reacting, yeah. you know, he and, he and Lane, yeah. he and his daddy are, are, are uh, at the hospital and when the trailer came out and during the Super Bowl, And so he sent me something there and it was just kind of really nice to see him, but yeah, so many life is is uncertain, and there's so many different things that we just we don't know what's gonna what's gonna crop up. And for them, it's just been appreciating the moment, living in the right. moment, and, yeah. and the present, and everything. And 
and that Vigo has been a great, a great teacher, a great strength, a great spirit, positive spirit. Absolutely. And I think that's, that's really interesting. You know, before a child can speak or communicate or yeah. whatever, you get that positive energy and, yeah. and stuff. That's he inspires just, all of us. Yeah. He, yeah. He's just such an inspiration to us, to his parents, his siblings. And, and they're, and they're sharing the story and they're sharing his story. And I, I think, you know, like I said, with the episode where uh, Joe and I were talking, Lane had said to me kind of like, you know, how could you not, you know, yeah. how, how could you not uh, share his story? And so I, we get those updates from time to time, but um, just want to keep that on your guys's minds and let you guys know sort of what is happening here at the end of this reread. Cause we're, we're, we're committed to finishing it and we want to finish this up and it is kind of fitting. I was going to say this for the last episode, but Lane and I talked, it's a story about, I don't know, there's, there's so much more emotion to this podcast and like life and just experiencing mm. the great adventure that it is. And for me, I was like looking for my Rosie and you heard that episode. I talked to Joe <laughs> about that and then you heard it and said, I'm his Rosie. And it's like, oh my gosh. Okay. So it is kind of crazy. And it's just fitting that I get to finish this episode, you know, with my family and uh, yeah. with my wife. And it's just so, so cool because I've always looked up. I love Lane and, and Sarah and their relationship and um, their priorities. I think they're, they're such good people and I love watching their kids and how they raise them and all that stuff. And they, you guys have got to hear and, and be in their dining room and, and everything. And I think everyone who listens to the podcast sort of knows that they are good spirited people. They want the best right. for people. And, and I think they, they're just wonderful. And so we want to give them a big shout out and just tell them that Definitely. we, we love them. And, uh, we can't wait to bring you guys uh dinner at some point. We're going to be <laughs> going back down there and bringing well, some, yes. some, some dinner. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this is even as you're listening, we know like you all have your own stuff going on. Everyone has their yep. their own lives and their unexpected journey, you know, and just know that you're you're not alone. Yeah. You're never alone. Mm. And yeah. Sweetie, and that's what's interesting about that is I'm so happy you said that because that's also true to your spirit. And it's also true to this podcast. It's what Lane and Sarah have often said on Further Up and on Up Talking Tolkien, which is that like when we read your stories, like Tolkien stories would come in mm -hmm. or people would share moments and stuff like that. We highlight some of those and we talk about them and we hope they encourage you or uh, give you someone to kind of connect with or say, hey, I've gone through that too. Because we do know people out there mm -hmm. that are listening, like we all, it's so crazy to me when I get the messages that like, hey. I've been listening for four years and I've never wrote in, but I, I enjoy you guys and, and it's fun. It's positive. It's good energy. I, I want to hear that because we really don't want to send out, you know, we try to be real though. We try to also share really, you know, right. uh, hardships, things that we're, that we're going through and stuff, or, you know, also just our real opinion about the trailer or whatever, the book. And it's just nice to get good feedback from people and, and for us to acknowledge that, yeah, you guys all have your own things going on and that we care about you guys. And we do, we are rooting for you. You know, like yeah. I want people and that's that Lane and Sarah have always have been they've been rooting for me to find my Rosie. I found my <laughs> Rosie and it's wonderful. And it's just like I'm also rooting for people in that regard, too. And just in whatever their endeavors and their goals are, I want more for people. I want to promote positive energy in right. the world. Yeah. Right. And that's just kind of who we are and what we're trying to trying to push forward. So, um, all right. Wow. Cool. Uh, I, we weren't trying to break the record. Let me see how long we were there on, uh, on quick council. I'm uh, not bad. 20 minutes. That's not What's the record, sweetie. I it's, I don't even know it. <laughs> it is, it is a lot longer than 20 minutes. I think okay. it's like 40 or something. I have no idea, but we're also going to have a 40, 40 minute conversation with, with Cameron here too. So 
you know, I don't, that doesn't really count. That's, that's true. Right. That's dropping yeah. eaves. Right. So yeah. So I think we're good. Anything else? Uh, no, I think we're, I think we're ready. ready. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're ready to jump into this conversation with our good friend, Cameron. All right, friends, here we go with the breakdown unexpectedly brought in my boy, got Cameron here. Lottie's here still with us. Uh, Cameron, this is also kind of cool because I just introduced you to my wife. Lottie. Yeah. <laughs> For the first time. I'm just throwing people together right now. And I just, <laughs> I don't even know. It, it is just what it is. Here's the thing, man. I, I sent you part one of the next episode. You know, we're working on this together. You've done the video version of it. It's paragraphs. And yep. I, cu I cut it all up. As I'm listening to it, I realize we don't have the chapter prior to it. Lane and oh, I, really? had not, yeah, we'd not recorded it. So um, I believe we had planned to record it with someone on the West Coast. Uh, we also had a collaboration set up for England. And oh, the time okay. zones are so different. Um, Lane had stuff going on, obviously, with Vigo and family. And we're, our schedules are pretty limited anyways to like yeah. Fridays and weekends and stuff. So and then I was over in Germany traveling around, you know, trying to... <laughs> Trying to get married and stuff, you know. Trying. Yeah. I guess mission accomplished, right? <laughs> <It worked>. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. So, anyways, and I wanted to, I told I so it's kind of funny. Then the next episode, we talk and and we're at paragraphs. And mm -hmm. like I tell you guys at the end, do you remember I was kind of freaking out because I wasn't sure if I was gonna be able to make it into the country? Yeah, you're and, like, all right, I guess I don't know mm -hmm. if I'm going or not. Right. You're, so you're stressed. I was stressed. I was I was nervous. I was my car had broke down. It was crazy. It just seems like a lifetime <laughs> oh, ago. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You told me about that. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. Look at this guy. So if you guys see the screen here, I'm trying to trying to coach her up on the mic there, right here on, <laughs> yeah. on the show. Um, all right, my friend. Hey, so look, the Bengals didn't win. All right. Mm -mm. Um, unfortunate for Cam and I and for Lottie. It sucks. It's 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 tough, you know, real, real bad. But you know, the crazy thing that did happen was we had this wonderful trailer and and i called lane cam i called him today we were talking about this trailer <laughs> and he's he wants Did he to send you the voicemail yeah send me the yeah exactly <laughs> oh my gosh um he's actually got a few he's got a few things that he wants to yeah i know wasn't it crazy he was really upset that i didn't answer the call i was in the bathroom i was in the bathroom when, the, when he Figured called you were just, me you were just crying about the game or something yeah probably <laughs> gosh so uh but he did yeah he called me finally um the day of the trailer even called me today just to kind of talk about thoughts and some of the, you know, just the, just the response to this. And I wanted to get your thoughts, but first let's go ahead and play it through once. We're going to just play oh. this, uh, listen to it. So you guys who are listening. You're just going to hear um, what you hopefully have already, have already seen. And then over on YouTube, we also have, we'll, we'll do a like, kind of a click through and we'll describe some of the scenes here, but here we go. Let's just listen to this real quick. Haven't you ever wondered what else is out there? Wonders in this world beyond our wandering. I can feel it.
Okay, so let me turn the volume down on this bad boy. Now, Cam, the question, I, and I should have probably asked it to you before, and we'll just look at it. You've looked at this several times, I think. Right. So, wonderful freaking trailer uh, has come out. First of all, let me just get your, your initial reaction. So, what did you think when you first saw it? I thought it was really cool. I'm glad they didn't show too much. Um, they didn't, like, go overboard with, like, showing us everything. They kind of, like, it was just a teaser. That's what they called it. It was just a teaser. So, it's not supposed to, like give us a ton of stuff to go off of it's just kind of supposed to show that they're they are they have been working on stuff and this is what they have and mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. it's looking good so far so yeah yeah, yeah. sweet what did you think so just your initial thought i know we didn't really have a chance my sister actually when we were recording our reaction uh cut us off before we could talk oh, yeah. about the reaction <laughs> and your dad came in my dad yeah, came in like, it's i love that video <laughs> uh, wild wild so what did you think though like just your initial thoughts like visually energy wise what were you feeling i was the yeah visually great so i love this first scene initial scene and all that stuff i i think i was like oh that was it but now that cameron said it i'm like yeah i i also don't like if you get too much information too many scenes mm -hmm. out of the trailer and you're like okay it feels like i've already seen the best all the best scenes of the show or the movie in the trailer yeah so i really yeah. like watching it a second and third time I really, really like it. And yeah, I, I, I can't wait for the show. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I was, uh, I felt the energy. I really felt the energy from this. And I was, I was excited just to see the very, the various characters, uh, actors who we had been speculating about, like, who were they going to be? Uh, we got all those images, right. That were just releases where they were, they were holding something. Cam and I did a, an episode where we're breaking down some of those pictures and like, who is this person? What are they holding? Why? Yeah, all, got all that. Some right. We got some of them right. That's right. And I felt I felt pretty pretty good about that. And this was this was just really neat, and it gave me good good feels. Um, the question, Cam, is a lot of people are saying there's too much CGI in this, yeah. and Lane and I are not like necessarily experts on this. Are you seeing that, or is that it? Is there a lot, or is there not, or is it just that we're we're not as used to some of the advancements in? Like when we compare this to Lord of the Rings, I think it's tough because isn't the frame rate kind of changed to some? I don't know. I don't know. Um, All these things are are, are well between the Hobbit. Yes, the Hobbit was unique in that it was forty eight frames a second instead of twenty four, so it's double. So that means it it will look visually twice as smooth technically. Okay. Um, I want to look up the trailer myself to kind of get some higher. A little bit higher res just on my tv here oh yeah mm. uh, wow sweetie you see just this? so i can just so i can try to like oh no 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 cam i appreciate that you're through. doing this. this this is a great moment for up talking tolkien where uh, uh the old technology that the flannel wizard has is just it's just not a <laughs> it's just not that 4k technology <laughs> why can i not just search the rings of power trailer and it actually come up that's so weird I it's know, like coming up with eight million reactions and not actually the hey you got a problem with my reaction buddy yeah what are these reactions uh, what the heck is this all about <laughs> and while you're pulling that up actually I'll go ahead and, uh just real quick i want to mention if you haven't had a chance friends and you're listening to the podcast go check this out uh lane and vigo did their reaction as well and it's it's so it's it's great it's really good after four years to see to see those those two reacting to this is is just kind of um unreal they're in the hospital and uh it was it was good it's up on our our youtube page so go check that out but yeah camera you guys started talking about this show multiple children ago for lane yeah right <laughs> i know i know we were actually talking about it like it was announced right before winnie was born 
Like, <laughs> four, I mean, no, I feel like no one's been like the moment it was like news. Even broke, hinted at. Yeah. Yeah. We were like talking about it. I don't know. It's crazy. crazy. Yeah. So. Um, I would say, I don't know. I, I kind of get that a lot of this does look pretty CGI. Like the landscapes aren't, I'm, I'm talking about like the beginning of what we think is Numenor. Okay, yeah, yeah. Back, um, back here in the city. I'm pretty just... sure that's just entirely CG. Like, I don't think there's a single real thing in this entire shot. Okay. Okay, that's a bold um, statement there, Cam. I wouldn't be surprised if this, if basically the whole thing here was CG. Okay, okay. Obviously, there's no there's no real way for me to know unless I see unless I go look up behind the scenes photos. No, but no, I don't no, yeah. think they could have even built this. They have the budget, but I don't yeah, know if yeah. they would have because it, it yeah. looks too picturesque and old and perfect and expansive. If it wasn't so big, if it was like a piece, I I think that's reasonable. But for the, the this is a lot for the wide. I don't think that they would build it all together in one central location like that. It would probably be like that tower, and they built like the lower the lower part of the tower. Yeah, for a close up scene. But for stuff like that, I don't think they would bother. Right, right. Now the sweeping shot, which is next. Mm-hmm. I the back I almost want to right? say that, yeah. Pardon me, wants to say that this is a, a real drone or helicopter shot, but yeah. then I think the people might be CG'd in. Really? Okay, okay. I think they look pretty crisp and clean down there to be. Let me just pull this to actually be there. But if anything, the antlers might be CG'd in. Okay, they did show but, now. Hold on, they, uh, I think did you see there were images released of these guys wearing those? Yeah, so I wonder. I mean, maybe don't they do touch up on stuff? Like, even if you're wearing something, technically, can't they go in and they have little? I don't know what it's called, but like, don't don't they do some after effects kind of touch mm -hmm. up on stuff? Yeah, I can. Well, it just depends on what's practical at the moment. Sometimes, I mean, some sometimes it's literally just it would be easier instead of hiking them up wearing these giant outfits just to have them wear most of the outfit and not the antlers. So it's just, it could be that too. Like they could have, they could, I mean, they're probably wearing all of the outfit, but the antlers sort of deal. Mm -hmm. If they are actually there, assuming they're actually, <laughs> they're actually there and it's just a flyover of them. Right. Then my assumption would be that maybe they don't have them wearing the antlers all the time. Yeah. And that those okay. are CG'd in, but I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Okay, because it does look like this would be a landscape. Like you would take advantage of, um, you know, New Zealand like stuff. I know right. in the distance there is like a shot. Like this is the stuff where you can take footage, and it looks like in the distance that there is a city back there. Maybe or is that just more clouds? Yeah. It looks like just over. the mountain mountain range to me. Oh, okay, maybe it is. Yeah, maybe it is. Which that could be CG too. I mean, in order to make everything accurate, sometimes you have to like dice things up so like that mountain ridge could be cg but this valley could be real mm -hmm. they can add in that arch that's kind of in the left hand oh yeah, in the, yeah. frame so okay. in order to make landmarks and make them consistent i could see them adding in that like you'd be surprised the lengths people go to nowadays to make a landscape look really pretty like this but yeah yeah gotcha okay and then let's let's move on here we'll go to, to the next shot so we, we this is seemingly like your your proto hobbit yeah. thing kind of like that's uh, cool yeah so oh what are they called uh i just watched a video Harf? about this so like hey uh, something harfoot yeah maybe it's like I don't know. it's it sounds like hairfoot but it's like harfoot mm -hmm. i think 
Yeah, yeah. And again, I this this for us is just uh, about a day old, and so I haven't really, I haven't actually watched a lot of breakdowns. To be honest with you, I've just been. Right. Um, I just watched know. one like right before we got on, just to like try to have any semblance of like what's going on and yeah. like things that I might have missed that I could bring to the table. Yeah. Well, and actually, so let me. So, um, Lottie, just in general, like you don't know a lot of these no. characters mm-hmm. or, or who's who or, or, or any of that kind of stuff. But I guess the intrigue. Do you think it's intriguing? Like, is it? Did it sell the trailer? It's teasing you about some high fantasy world, right? I mean, yes. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. You want to figure it. You want to find out what these characters are going to do. And and you said like this person. It might be. Are they ancestors of? hobbits or just a different name for hobbits back then yeah i think so i think that and i let me see i don't don't even this is how unprepared i am i don't even have the the magazine here um there's an article i think it was a variety um article where it was talking about the the the, the rings of power and i think they did talk about what all was revealed yeah young galadriel let's see i believe her name i think this character's name is eleanor brandyfoot Oh really? So I think that might have to be something to do with like Nori, Brandywine, Brandywine and of Hobbits, yeah. Wow! Wow! Nori. All right, that's, oh, that's awesome. cool. Yeah. So I'm assuming that it has some connection with all of the lore of Hobbits that we know in the modern times of Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's pretty cool. So we have this uh, moment, which. Good lighting before the king. And then here we go. This is a really cool moment. Now, this oh, is what I think people love, are talking about. Love it, though. You I love, love it? the scene. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it does look really cool. So it's it, you're coming in here and we're looking at this waterfall and young Galadriel. So a lot of that is probably there's some C, is there CG going on there. I'm your, sure all of it. All I'm of sure it. all of it besides her, obviously. Yeah. And maybe part of the rock that she's hanging on to, they would build. And then the rest of it was I mean, I I can't imagine where they would go to find a waterfall that big and go up that high, and <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. Like, daggone it, Cam! Are, are you tell me right now, you don't think that's real? Look at that! I don't think it's real. You know what? I got an inkling <laughs> that it might not be real. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, the the other thing too is I think there's this idea that okay, well, if a lot of this is CG, uh, CGI, then it's bad. I don't right. think that's the case. I think this is. I think people are saying, well, it's just it's there's too much. CGI. I love. I think it's like mm-hmm. just like Lottie's first impression was that looks awesome. Yeah. Where is that? What What is that? Um. And so, because I'm intrigued, what's she doing here? And I feel like at the end of the day, we kind of just got spoiled with that sweet middle ground of where um Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings was mm-hmm. to where they were like on the frontier of the visual effects that we're seeing in this movie, and they were kind of like. I mean, it was practice at the time to use practical effects for a lot of stuff at that time because they were the ones who ended up inventing all of the stuff that you see in like Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Like the literally the troll that they used for Lord of the Rings is almost exactly the same troll that they use in Harry Potter because oh, really? they just modeled it off of that troll. Wow. <laughs> so from what I understand, yeah, they just like basically were like, all right, can we just use basically this template of this troll and then they made it kind of their own but they're very similar yeah um because they made the technology for it for that film so i I don't know i feel like could they probably have used more practical stuff yeah i i feel like the people who like and based off of this trailer right they're only showing yes epic action like really cool moments 
And uh, just, yeah, like exactly. It's not to say that they haven't tried and like for for things that it's reasonable they did. I mean, like like this waterfall shot, like what are you supposed to do there? What do you want what do you want exactly for them to do? And I don't know if things change between when we're watching this trailer and when it's finally released, maybe we'll even look at it later and it'll be nicer and more polished. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. think it looks pretty dang good to begin with, but right. I get, I get the, I don't, I think people were really kind of upset about the monster, the like the weird cave looking thing. Oh, really? And that was something that Lane actually, he thought that would look as things that stood out that were kind of cool. He thought that was really uh, something cool. So two scenes, we'll, yeah. we'll get to that one. Um, because this one right here, you know, the initial sort of like wave or whatever, and I'm not a guy who, who, I mean, Cam is way more familiar with how you would go about shooting stuff. But like they did show some behind the scenes of I think this is the let me pull up his name here. Um, Hall is it Hallbrand? Is, yeah, is he's the new character that rack? they made up for the show. Right. right. I think they did some stuff. They've been talking the behind the scenes that there's a moment with Gladriel here, possibly. And this is when they found out about the pandemic and COVID and everything. And they they talk a lot about that. But this shot right here, from what you see in the behind the scenes stuff, it is like water and there it yeah. is. Like See, you can real. you can all you can almost honestly tell like the way the water is splashing up on the bow and the the wetness of the wood on his little raft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like it it looks it looks noticeably better than water in other scenes. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean. Yeah, I could totally see it coming on me like that was fake camera. And that wasn't even real water. It's like, oh, well, then that's yeah. on me. <laughs> well, and then they but, did a great job. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's also that's also really cool. That's where yeah. I wonder how much of the touch it because when when we first saw the title reveal, I think that was also their big indicator. It's kind of funny to me that people are saying, oh, there's too much CGI right now, because mm-hmm. I feel like they're just pulling out the most epic, really, 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 really cool. Like not the coolest of the cool. Right. But they're 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 pulling this real quick shots of yeah. something epic um you want it to feel like we've been taken away to another world and right. that just yeah. kind of seems like they're also trying to show a variety of shots it seems mm-hmm. like we're getting like the expansive kingdoms we're getting kind of like the rolling hills and plains we get the hobbits we get ice yeah. <laughs> we get yeah. dense forests we like we get all of the different sorts of scenes and atmospheres that we're probably going to be in throughout the show. Right. So it's almost like them showing like, this is the general vibe of what we're going for. Um, these are kind of the different places we're going and they're right. just landed on the table. Right. Yep. Now l- let me break up another scene here. So after the, uh, before the fellowship, we're going to roll on. This is, so we get the raft scene. Then we get like, <laughs> we get, uh, Oh my gosh. Ishmael Cruz Cordova, the Sylvan elf uh grabbing this arrow out of midair this was pretty cool he did this cameron yeah there's nothing in me that says all oh, they went ahead and just like all oh, pretend like you're grabbing an arrow I, no they shot an arrow and this <laughs> man grabbed it out of the air and spun out around and shot, and shot it back i i was so impressed by this how do you do it look at that he grabs it flips it spins it boom and also those are really cool shots there with you like that the tight shot right on his mm-hmm. face as that as that arrow kind of uh lets loose i think he's gonna be a really cool character kind of i don't know why but i love it so much the way he like the fluidity of him drawing it back looks so 
it's so smooth and it just like it looks so i, I don't even yeah. know i just i saw it and i was like this this guy knows what he's doing like you don't want to mess with this guy in a bow the way he just draws it back like that i'm like dang right right yeah i feel like this too and and not to get mm -hmm. too far in in uh in terms of like you know predictions or what i feel like his whole arc seems like it's gonna be some tragic love story and that's what yeah. they hinted at and i'm like oh my god this guy's not gonna make it i'm gonna be <laughs> crying at the end and it's gonna, gonna go game of thrones on us yeah oh geez um so then we got before the ring here we have well, look at that we have like a, a meet is it like a shooting star coming across yeah i feel i feel like i heard something about that in the like from the silmarillion like there has some significance for like oh, a really? meteor but I don't, I don't know. I feel like I heard that. I don't, I have no, nothing to back it up. Well, but... I know, I know when we talked, we were talking about like a broken sword that might've been forged by a right, meteorite right. rock. So that's interesting that they just, that they just showed us that. And we're talking about like maybe relics from the first age. I just so... Googled rings of power meteor. And one of the first things that comes up is rings of power meteor man. So is this where that guy comes Whoa. from later on? That is like in that fire. Okay. Okay. That'd be kind of cool. That's for, I mean, evidently somebody's Googling it and asking questions about this meteor man. Right, right. Sweetie, what do you think? I mean, that typically that means like uh, like a sign. There's, there's like a, it's a, it's a sign that people might see in the sky or, you know, also we're saying meteor shooting start. Maybe that's some advanced catapult technology. There's a war going on. Like first shots fired. I don't Who knows? Know. Who knows? What do you think, though? Just kind of um, cool, right, though? Just a cool shot across the sky. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Me what I think of the meteor? Yeah, right. I mean, we're we're, we're hyper pulling <laughs> stuff. Right? It all down. We're seeing amazing shots of landscapes here. Right? You were you're asking me about the meteor. <laughs> you don't you don't think that's cool? No, it is. Oh it is. my gosh, guys! I'm getting made fun of. Sorry, here. no, it's just so quick. <laughs> Didn't even. This is how it goes. This is how it goes. We're getting like Avatar: The Last Airbender vibes, where they're oh like Sozin's comet. Oh sort of my deal. god! I just thought about that. That's crazy. That okay. You said so when that. okay, so, so so Cam can bring up a cool comet <laughs> meteor. Okay, I get I'm it. Sorry, I get no, it. it's just crazy. He said I I literally thought about that when I saw it, but I, I mean. That's so cool. Yeah. And it, isn't there a, because I think I saw, I thought about it when you said Meteor Man and I thought about Sparky, Sparky Boom Man. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> so he, here's, this is what happens, guys. It doesn't matter whether Sorry. Lane's on the podcast or off the podcast. I see a twinkle in my wife's eye <laughs> and I think I should ask her about the meteor. And then next that you're asking me about meteorites. You know, <laughs> this is how it goes. It just never you ends. can't this escape is, it. This is, this is like my curse or something, man. I don't, it's always a thing. <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm just teasing. I'm also kidding a lot. You know, all right. Um, so yeah, we, okay, here we go. Now, I think uh, I I haven't got everybody's name. Let me go to the list here. This is that's the we king, have the high right? king Gilgalad. Yeah. yeah. Benjamin Walker. I just want to make sure I don't mess these up. I thought that was right. Gilgalad. Just want to make sure. So the leader of all the elves in Middle Earth wow. staring up at the sky. So you know, is Could this be seeing... a flashback? Maybe the last scene was tied in with this one right. he's seeing um the meteorite falling with that meteorite sword that we see later on and you know could just be a flashback yeah but yeah it could be could be it's really cool just the, the kind of um these are these pebbles or what are they, i don't know what these are in the background like this gold it almost there. looks like the leaves from the next or one of the next scenes where okay um they they're like in that council circle wait where'd it go so you can jump ahead and find it it's real coming quick. up 
Yep. It's like in the middle. It's like the back half, I think. Back half. It's really brief. Well, we'll click through it. We'll it's find like all it. the gold leaves. Yeah. Well, the I think there's also like some etching in here too. Um, oh yeah. You know, and I th- I feel like there's a lot of people who are as, as I was talking to Lane too. He's like, I think Lane really wishes, and I I maybe he'll send me a clip in at some point, but of his breakdown of the trailer, where he's gonna hit. You know how he does. He's got he he turns the voice on. You know, uh-huh. it's just like ah, there's just one. It's just media it's doing its thing. Uh, there's a guy in a gold cloak. Uh, you know, that was gonna be his breakdown. I love that because I think sometimes it's the literal do, breakdown. Yeah, yeah. This, this is what happened on the screen. Um, <laughs> so, because I think sometimes we get a little too carried away, and I, it is fun to to speculate and stuff. But um, yeah, I I like hearing all the all the different crazy ideas. But you get people who come in and they know the characters from the second. This right. is their moment. Cameron this is their yeah this is not my moment this is uh, me neither like I'm just I'm along for the ride that's that's all I'm saying well and and we like your perspective too because you you know a lot about film and just you know how one would do things I mean I had you on for something in the book of Boba Fett and you were talking about like what was that long shot that extended cut or whatever and I was like god yeah they just didn't drop it dropping knowledge (laughs) on me and it was I I would never have noticed it you know it's something I just get I get carried away in the in the story and that's what it's Lord. for i mean if you if you no. get i don't know if if i wouldn't have like done more research on the episode and like started like diving into it more i probably wouldn't have noticed it either i don't think i did on the first time mm-hmm. is, yeah. and that's that's what good filmmaking is if you if you if you're sitting there going like oh the camera just rose up or like wow they pushed in like that then that's they're not doing a very good job if you're noticing what they're doing then I would right. say most people would say that they're they're not doing a good job. So if yeah. they can do it and you're completely immersed, that's what they're there for. Right. Yeah, I like that. That's that's a good point. Um, all right, let's see so, here. It looks, yeah. So that's that scene we were just at with the water in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you got the guy. He's chilling there. Um, go let it play. It's like at forty two seconds, I think. Okay. Uh-huh. Right here. So there's uh-huh. the the very okay. brief. So I think those are the the petals from that tree. Gotcha. And it looks like he's standing kind of in the circle, the middle of the circle or something, because yeah. he has the water behind him. So right. I'm guessing okay. this is like some sort of like almost like the fellowship council area that we see in Fellowship of the Ring. Well wow. Probably not the I... exact place, but something very similar to it. Yeah, the more I look at this though, like the, the water wraps around this tree both ways, right? It's get on on right either side of us that is really cool and it looks like there's it's like a, a double waterfall moving yeah back into the woods and everything here so um that's cool so we think that's probably where that was probably at night or something back when we right. saw him yeah and it, even it, like still it could be in a flashback still it, mm-hmm. it's at least in the similar area you can tell because because of the yellow right. leaves i mean they're everywhere so it could be in a different location of this sort of forest yeah but... this place yeah i like that yep uh and then here this is a really cool shot i love these shots yeah. when um, I'm guessing that's Gladriel, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, carrying us, carrying us forward. Yeah. Um, I get the list of, yeah, doesn't really say for that particular shot, but yeah. So leading the charge here, great sort of landscape yeah, shot, right? You liking that sweetie? <laughs> okay. That's very New Zealandish. Like, like, I don't know that it looks like where they would have shot the original just be, you can see like the little tufts of the long grass and the rolling yeah. green fields and the mountains in the background. This looks really nice. And, and to me, see what, where I, I think Lane and I were talking earlier, people are 
hyper focusing on that waterfall scene and the CGI because you look at the scene where we're we've got leaf petals and we've got like a mm-hmm. closer shot in water. I feel like that's a that's a set. You know, these are all right. And then you've got this action shot where Galadriel's out leading the charge. So I think you're going to have a good mix here. We just have a teaser. We have a small sort of um, sampling of, of what's to come. Right. So, yeah. Now even, we have really- even in this next scene, that all, right. this all looks real besides the creature. And maybe right. that's why it looks weird is because most of it's real. And then the creature isn't. But yeah, still, I think that's a pretty good job on that creature. It doesn't look like the Goblin King, you know? Right. But it, it also, it looks more like something you'd see in The Witcher. In The Witcher, people yeah. don't hate The Witcher because of the CG. <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, that's, like, better than what you'd see on The Witcher, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And, and people and maybe, like The Witcher a lot. Right. I think maybe it's also, like, people are wondering, in the Tolkienverse, what is this? You right. know, like, we don't, we, we're afraid of the unknown. But this elf definitely stumbles across something scary. That's Gladriel sure. too, right? I was wondering, is that the, it? Just says in the list. It kind of does it. it kinda, the face doesn't really look like her that much, but it, right. like it says a terrifying me. king yeah. troll bearing down on a terrified elf. That's what variety. Maybe they're just wearing the same uniform then. Yeah, they, they kind of got might the same be. vibe going on with the uniform. Yeah, they, they definitely might be, but but cool. Yeah, I don't know where this would be at, but it looks like we've stumbled across a, a cave troll. Um, definitely scary. A new legend begins this fall. Awesome. Here we go. So now Durin. we have Prince Durin, right? Um, of of Casa Doom, played by Owen Arthur, uh, looking up with tears in his eyes. So I think he looks great. I think that for a dwarf, that looks really good. I think. Yeah, it does look really good. Absolutely. And tears, tears in his eyes. I'm kind of wondering, like, what what is he looking at? You know, these are the these are the kind of questions that um, yeah, something. Yeah, that would make a that would make a dwarf cry, you know. Make is a it... grown dwarf cry? Gosh, make a cry. <laughs> yeah, man, that can make a grown dwarf cry. <laughs> oh, geez, here we go. Sh- <laughs> shirt ideas, song ideas, band, <laughs> band name ideas. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it it could be a connection to what is her name? Um, is it D- Diza or Dysa, the princess? Sophie. I have no idea. Um, that's that's like so, that dwarven princess. I kind of wonder if it, if he's looking up at her maybe or something, perhaps. Right. Yeah. Are these scenes well, okay? What is he doing there? What is he laying down? Yeah. So right, he's got. I don't know what. It this almost is. looks like they're sim like similar locations. Like they're both underground. It looks like because there's like a big old rock in front of them. And then. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about the Silmarillion. If I'm being completely honest, so. My my brain kind of goes to like, are these connected? Could these be in the same episode where it's like maybe Duran's dad dies and they're at a funeral sort of deal and like mm-hmm. he's laying down yeah. a sword because they're, uh, you know, at this time I'm assuming the elves and dwarves are cool, right? Right? Maybe? Yeah, and yeah. Then, maybe like some perhaps. sort of because it looks like people are clinging cheers and drinks in the background and. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing yeah. this is maybe a, some sort of celebration or I don't know, but he looks it, re- really solemn though. So I don't know what the deal is there. Right. So they're, they're calling this, this is young Alron, um, and he's glowering while others, yeah, as you said, are kind of dancing or, or having a good time behind him. So we're not really sure why he's not enjoying himself. So yeah. It and almost looks like got... he's holding an ax upside down or something. Yeah. I don't know, like leaning something the, up there about to pick the it up. the bottom of an ax. 
Right. Right. Um, and here we go. Let's go back. This is just, again, the, the Dwarven... Um, uh, they're, they're calling her a princess of, of Casa Doom, who oh, okay. is singing up to the heavens. What do you think, sweetie? Do you think do you think the is it is it a chant? You think this do you think this is going to be a cool scene? You, what do you, what are you thinking? I think she looks really cool. I like every like her costume and her I don't know bracelets or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't know really. Is this still part of the that you described the scene of the maybe a funeral or something? Or, say if she's singing up to the heavens then i right. guess that would make sense as yeah. to like i don't know well, I, that, you, that well, was just me spitballing too i have no clue but you go back to this shot and this guy's connected. this guy's looking upward right uh duran's looking upward and kind Those of could crying. be the exact same scene then right mm-hmm. and i'm just wondering if, if maybe he's because it all looks kind of dark the lighting is very similar right yeah so I think I think she looks really cool, and mm-hmm. and we saw her with a lot of gold on her hands and stuff. So just interesting. We've always wanted to see what the uh, Dorvish kind of um, women look like and and things. So this was this was. And it's okay that they don't have beards. Okay, I don't. I don't <laughs> right. said it in the movie, but that doesn't mean that that's exactly the same. It's it has to be <laughs> exactly. that way. Yeah. Yep. Uh, next up, we have this uh, kind of this guy who is. He's nearly naked. Uh, he's known as the stranger. He's surrounded by raging fire, reaching out to someone. That's the meteor man. Here. Well, actually, first, oh. sorry. First, we have the glad- Gladriel scene. I don't want to skip past this. Lane had a thought. Right. Uh, this person seems to be like lifting up the hair to reveal um, her her ears. Right. Almost to be like, oh, you're this, you're... Uh, like like you're it's a elf. bad thing. Yeah, like, right. like, like just to reveal that to... Like there's some animosity between this character and Gladriel for some reason. I mean, it could be that she was like undercover and that's why she's wearing the head wrap most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't necessarily want people to think that or because um, I mean, yeah. if you cover the ears for the most part, the elves are essentially human. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so she's trying to go, maybe she kind of dirties up her face or whatever. And she's, she's clearly out at sea here. And I think this is that Hallbrand character who, yeah. Who's pulling her hair back and stuff so they're gonna have I'm guessing they get shipwrecked at some point yeah and they yeah. have to try to survive together but I, I feel like there's some animosity between these two just the way he's doing that you know just that gesture seems to be kind of like i'm sensing a like, uh a blossoming love story possibly possibly okay i talked to lane about that and i was like what go what do we know about Galadriel and her? Past? Maybe it's like yeah. apprehensive at first. They're kind of combative, but then uh-huh. they're stuck on this raft for so long that they fall. I don't know. <laughs> right. Well, right. When did she meet her I don't husband? know. But... When did she what? When did she meet her later husband? Yeah, I I think they're already together. Um, oh. Oh, which, yeah. which is interesting. So I unless they forbidden they've changed love that. that couldn't be, or I don't. Maybe I'm wrong. Again, we don't know where they're going to start necessarily in the in the story. So that would be interesting to see if she had some other lover. I heard today that Galadriel is Elrond's mother-in-law. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Their their connection, their their relation. So I'm guessing that means that she already has a child at this point. If Elrond's a a thing Hmm. in this show, let me see here. Spouse Galadriel, children. Uh huh. They do have a child. Yep, and a couple, 
I think actually, or maybe the, maybe this one who's renamed here. I don't know much. So her and Kelleborn had a child. It looks like, yeah. Let me open this up here. Interesting. I was trying to see when they were together. You know, right. um, this this the birth of this child was the second age three hundred. So it's probably about this time. Yeah, I wasn't going to get too nitty gritty here, but uh, I was an elven noble woman, daughter of Celeborn and Galadriel, uh, wife of Elrond. Yep, there you go, my friend. Well, wife of Elrond and mother uh, of Elrohir. Yeah. So we're probably going to see her. That's cool. Right? That is really cool. I didn't even think about this this type of a connection. Because she's so young, I guess we see her younger, and I thought, well, this is prior to... um, any sort of right. marriage or whatever. Yeah, because she's she showed, I mean, her origins are way back in the first age and everything. But I thought she was with Kelibor back then. I mean, I this could wrong. be like one of those things like where I don't know. If I if I had to like if you're like Cameron call it, what's it gonna be? I'd say that maybe there is like a like a secret sort of like interest in each other. And they don't have to be, I guess, but if I was writing it right now i you know they kind of meet they have shared troubles and blah 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 they slowly fall in love realize that it just can't be and maybe he meets a tragic end of some sort later on Mm -hmm. and that's why he isn't incredibly important enough to have written about in the books or something i don't know forgotten in time hmm yeah interesting all it said so first age she she met uh kelleborn a kin a kingsman of, of thingle uh, in, in Doriath and yeah that's where they met in the first age and then second age they traveled first to Linden and then they ruled over a group of elves there under Gilgalad so that's kind of cool uh, that is mm-hmm. that is that is cool we just don't, like the timing on all of that maybe that's the details we're going to kind of get because a lot of these things are just bullet points outlines and, and what have you so right yeah and that's all the stuff I'm not real familiar with I don't know all the history of the first and the second age, just tidbits here and there from things I've read. Um, sure. But what I like about the series is that it's causing us to, to want to go read more of those things, right. Yes. And to dive into it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is interesting. This is that stranger kind of pulling someone up. There's fire raging all around here. Super mystery on this. I mean, I, tell me that doesn't look like a hobbit he's grabbing. Right. That's what people are saying. And I, I think maybe, uh, I what I can't yeah I don't know I'm, I mean I'm, people are calling him meteor man I mean could that not be him in the meteor like he crash lands wow I mean look at around him I mean it looks like the same fire yeah. color as the meteorite so you know maybe this landed freaking Tom the, the proto or the proto hobbits were <laughs> people I mean that was another theory that I saw when I googled it <laughs> but he just you know yeah it's really sinister if it is old Tom right <laughs> there it is yeah, interesting. I don't know. This is this is one of the biggest mysteries out of all. This is the that's what they said, isn't it? Didn't they like write like this is going to be one of the mysterious yes uh, plot lines of the show? Is like who is this and like it's going to be one of those things that probably won't be paid and, off for a while. Cameron, I hate to say this, but it could be out the gate. Like if one of your biggest things was who is Tom Pomodel and they wouldn't answer that question and they yeah. did something crazy. I mean, as tinfoil as that is, that would be kind of wild if they if they. If they did that, if he's right. showing up there in the old forest or something, who knows? Um, okay, so that's really cool. Let me see what else we have coming up here next. Uh, just do a click through here. And by the way, that fire, as just to end that last shot, 
is like raging around him. It's swirling yeah. as that if looks it's like, like a meteor just hit or something. Yeah, and just hit or hurt. magic or yeah. like just hit and maybe he's saving that person. Oh yeah, we see him in there. Yeah, we see the okay. person yeah. right there. Yeah. So I, I, this almost seems like it's some sort of magic too. Right. Because when you when you watch it. Well, maybe not. Maybe it's just the camera moving, but I thought it was swirling. Maybe it's not. I'm doing a, pl- I'm doing a playback at like 0.25 speed to try to yeah. <laughs> analyze it better. Yeah, that is wild. That is such a cool... kind of looks like he's on the ground in pain or like he's just... I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's um, okay. all day. Right, right, right. We're almost done here. So... I know, right? So here we go. We've got a... Uh, get back to our dwarves just doing their thing, slamming some some stones. It looks like they're... This to me reminded uh, r- reminded me of when Gimli tried to say, Let, "Let's take an axe to it and just destroy mm-hmm. the One Ring." And I was like, "Okay, wh- what are they trying to destroy there or make?" I, I just don't, I don't know. Was I heard it- some people say this could be like when they're forging some of the rings. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know, like a it's like a like a cast mold and they're breaking it open. Oh, okay, I don't know. Yeah, whether it's with the rings of power or it's like a minor ring i don't like know like a lesser ring i think i think yeah. that's kind of cool i think we're underestimating the idea that there were lesser rings and right. i feel like we're going to see more of that which would be which would throw into the things well, being that would make confusing. the rings of power that would make the rings of power seem more special <laughs> if yeah. like it's the reason you call it that right yeah for sure for sure um and this is cool we have this guy uh looks like our orcs maybe are back or like there's oh, are they fighting goblins here we're not really sure and we've got some elves in battle. I don't know if this guy's named here. Variety's got a so as yet unnamed soldier Will Fletcher in the middle of a battle with a horde of orcs screaming out, uh, whether in pain or anguish, it is unclear. So getting there we John go. Snow vibes in the in the middle of the yeah the, the pit. They that seem surrounded. Shot. Yeah, they seem surrounded. Um, now, sweetie, is this too? I mean, you know, we like shots like this. I mean, I know you're not super into gory battle mm-hmm. fight scenes, but for the most part, what happened in Lord of the Rings was still easy to watch, right? Yeah. Not too. No, this looks really good. I like the um, armor there, the the yeah you know, golden color. A lot of it comes from the light too, but it looks great. Right. Yeah, I like it too. I mean, um, it's almost the exact armor style as the opening of Fellowship. So, like. Mm-hmm. And that last you know, alliance fighting or yeah. Split, yeah, yeah, that is that's true. That's a good point. Um, and then we have this final scene here, which is just someone extending their hand. Uh, it's a human hand holding either the hand of a small child or a harfoot, I guess. It looks like that one hand that we were trying to analyze that we thought was like we were teasing that it was Gandalf's hand or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. This, this okay. I, I don't, I want to know. I guess I could look it up, but like what he was holding. Yeah. So all in all, um, sweetie, we'll, we'll finish this up here with, with Cam. What do you th- just uh, thoughts? You're excited. Are you excited to see, see this yes. come out in September? Yeah, definitely. And I don't, you know, I don't really care about this whole CGI um, conversation because I think like it's a form of art. It's just a different kind. And I think it's really good. What you said, we're trying to, they we're trying to get more immersed into a different world so mm-hmm. it doesn't have to look exactly like ours and I, I think it looks great yeah 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 uh cameron do you final word on the on the trailer what are, you, what are your thoughts uh you know haters are gonna hate i guess i like it i think it's gonna be cool 
I'll be sitting down on September 2nd or whatever and watching it. Right. And it's going to be awesome. And if it's not, I'm going to give it at least another season because it's Lord of the Rings and it deserves it. And Game of Thrones didn't get picked yeah. up. Like it was a Game of Thrones first season was like kind of lame compared to the rest of it. Right. So I feel yeah. like, you know, you got to you got to establish yourself. You got to I don't right. know, give it a chance. Well, you, yeah, you, you got to build the characters. We got to get to know them. We got to get uh, immersed in the world, understand the politics, the mm-hmm. the divisions, all that kind of stuff. And that does take some some time, some exposition. So we might not have a, a super crazy, you know, season one, but it might be emotional. We might get really emotionally invested in these characters and right. then just kind of want to see where they go. So hopefully there there is that. And I'm, I'm with you guys. I definitely want to see it. Can't wait for it to come out. And I say... I don't know. I'm not I'm not big into judging things on a one minute kind of teaser trailer that they're I'm glad we got this. And it was super cool when we did during the Super Bowl. And I'm just um, excited. Been waiting a long time for this. Long it's got time. people talking. Yeah. So. Um, all right, Cameron, thank you so much for for popping on here, my friend. Uh, we're going to leave links down in the description to all of your your stuff. Cam helps us out with uh, some of our commercials and, you know, so some of our we got things brewing still. We got some small film ideas, you know, yep. on that. What, what is it? The I am the, what's it? What's the, the I am DB. Yeah. Yep. I, I was just editing the last episode and Lane's all about, how do we get ourselves on there? <laughs> how do we, <laughs> so, for we that? that's all we want. We, we think we're cool if we're on there, you know? So yeah, um, anyways, but we'll see. All right, buddy. Thanks so much. And with that, friends, sure. we're going to dive into the reread. Okay, friends, it is time for us to jump back into the chapter. Now, you probably noticed something's up with my mic, and that's because we've recorded these things in a different order. I uh, We've actually recorded the chapter first here, and I did it, one, because of time, Cameron, work schedule, all these different things, but do you hear that popping out? Sweetie, can you hear that popping out on my, on, on, in your, can you hear this microphone? You hear this? Mm-hmm. You hear that? Yeah. Right. Yes. Do you hear how much more yummy yours sounds? <laughs> Right? Yours sounds, you know, I told you I was going to do this. This is so unexpected for her. This is literally, by the way, you're listening to the first moments, the very first moments, I believe, of your voice on an unexpected podcast. So although you've heard the intro, this is the first. It's so weird. Things are being recorded in such an order that I can barely keep track of it. Very unexpected. It's very unexpected. So I'm also going to do something and thank God there's no visual for this. I only trust my wife to see this right now. Um, I'm about to make this. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? 
These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. This microphone better, okay? And I'm removing my sock. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm doing? <laughs> yes. And I'm, I'm, here we go, watch this. <laughs> Do you guys hear that? Now, how much better is not popping out as much? Yeah. You hear that? Sure. Guys, I'm just showing off here. I just wanted to show off. Like, this is a veteran podcasting move right there. If you don't have, I think these are called like, I forget what these are called. Um, the styrofoam cushy things. Mm, microphone cover. Microphone cover. <laughs> that's good. Hey, that's, that's really good. Uh, by the way, yeah, how are our levels? Yeah, you sound great, sweetie. You sound great. Like, uh, yeah, this is awesome. I'm just checking to see if I need to turn you up. You, you sound wonderful. Okay. You could tell me anything right now. I believe you. Oh, really? I yeah. can tell you anything. Here we go, guys. Let's, let's, let's get it a little bit more. Right there. There we go. How's it sound? You or me? Y- you. That's, okay. I'm, I'm, can I you hear it I have a better more? microphone, right? Yes, you do. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I yeah. know. I hooked you up. <laughs> uh, I, w- I thought about giving you one that, that was naked like this and then putting my sock on it. But <laughs> it's like, it might, I don't want to, you know, get super crazy here. Okay, so this is unexpected. By the way, friends, get yourself a wife who can just roll with the unexpectedness. All right? This podcast has fully, like, evolved into completely unexpected uh, moments and territory and what have you. I was editing earlier two hours ago lottie went out with my dad had a, had a wonderful time comes back she wasn't expecting this i find out that i've i've sent i've sent some audio to cameron to edit what i think is this week's episode you know i'm like oh it's the new it's a new episode we missed a chapter like literally lane and i um and i think it was supposed to be someone else and i totally just sort of forgot because it was clear back around thanksgiving that we had someone else lined up to to do this. And I was planning on bringing Lottie uh, on here and there, and then a, a kind of a big episode at the end, and then we're going to make up some of those collaborations. Right now it's just a little bit easier to, uh, you know, pull my wife in here and, and do this. And you guys have heard her reference the last couple episodes. And what's crazy, sweetie, is that next episode they're going to hear me talk about my fiancé. Oh, that's right. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's crazy how things... Oh how things change, um, and how unexpected, you know, life is. So, uh, we are going to dive into this chapter, but before we do one more veteran podcasting move, you ready for this? Mm -hmm. This is wonderful homebrewed coffee from my Rosie. (laughs) I am now, you know, Lane's not going to believe this, but like I turned down the creamer, didn't I? Yes, I did. You, I asked you if you wanted mm-hmm. some in there, but nope. You're a mm. black coffee drinker now. Again. Oh yeah, we've been doing this thing. We've been, we've been working on our um, kind of like, eh, like an eating window, and so we've been drinking black coffee in the morning. No creamer, no calories, no nothing, and it is great. Oh, it feels good. Feels yeah, really good, right? It feels so good. Yep. Going mm. to bed with you know without a lot of food, and you're you know you give your body time to digest so you stop eating at six o'clock you give your body time yeah it is so nice in the morning you wait a little bit you drink either black coffee some water yeah i love it yeah it's great it's it's really good i know late at night like lane and i um you guys would probably often hear us like sipping on some coffee and stuff and so a lot of times that was outside of my window so i would try to take it black um but the few times i asked for creamer lane's like what what a joke 
<laughs> it's just like <laughs> if you haven't got used to drinking black coffee, it like takes time. Right. To, I, you know, it does. I don't know. Like like right away, it's a little bit, um, it's a little rough. But I love it. I'm loving it. I'll so. try my best. I, I'll do a little bit of sweetener in there and just a tiny bit of almond milk. That's yeah. how I like it. Yeah. <laughs> do you think my voice sounds better when I've when I've drank some coffee? Do you think it sounds better? Oh, sweet. I, I think your voice always sounds good. So. <laughs> you're you're amazing. <laughs> you're amazing. Okay. Um, this is fun. Now I kind of know what Lane like felt when he was recording with Sarah. It's so much fun. <laughs> it is so crazy. I literally just have my wife sitting across from me. Uh, wearing an Uptalk and Tolkien shirt, and it's it's wonderful. We're sitting under the stairs. We, you know, we're up here on my pad, and it's just great. A little crossover here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know, right? We're yeah. under the stairs. And like, <laughs> is this where Harry hung mm-hmm. out at? You know? uh, yeah, in, in case you guys, in case we haven't mentioned it before, um, Lottie is a huge Potterhead, um, which I love, because so am I. All right, though, what we're going to do, we're going to start off kind of with a, this is, is this chapter 17? Did I get that right? Yes, it's chapter 17. And in the title of it is The Clouds Burst, right? Yes. Yeah. Because last time they were gathering, and I had Bill Joe Baggins on. And before you start to read the summary, the setup to that, we listened to the chapter uh, just a little bit ago. The setup was essentially that Bilbo sneaks out, and he gives the Arkenstone to the Elven King and uh, to Bard. Because he's kind of like, hey, this is... Uh, the dragon sickness, smog sort of poisoning or whatever has really consumed Thorin. And Thorin's not making any bargains. Uh, he's hoping that um, Dine will show up, his his cousin. And, yeah, and really the, the Lake Town people are owed this. But, yeah, I think Bobo can just kind of see this is not working out. And so he sneaks away, um, and at the end he kind of realizes that um, Gandalf is there. He's this old man who's cloaked and everything, so he'll come up again in this chapter but yeah let's go ahead uh we're gonna read a summary so lottie's gonna read a little bit to you guys here just to summarize the first part i'll kind of stop her and then we'll talk about that and then we'll just go back and forth all right let's dive into this Mm -hmm. so the day after bilbo gives him the arkenstone bard the elves and an old cloaked man march to the gate of the lonely mountain to greet thorin they ask him if he will bargain with them for some of the treasure when Thorin refuses, Bard produces the Arkenstone and insists that while he is not a thief, he'll trade it back to the dwarves in return for what his people rightfully deserve, food and shelter. Thorin is furious and demands to know how Bard got the Arkenstone. Bilbo timidly admits that he was the one who gave it away. Thorin seizes Bilbo, insults him, and wishes aloud that Gandalf were with him. At this moment... Gandalf reveals himself to be the old cloaked man and demands that Thorin release Bilbo. Wow. Uh, Okay. So out the gate, um, we have, uh, they're showing back up again. The reveal here, first of all, sweetie, the Arkenstone, right? I have been obsessed a little bit with the Arkenstone. And I know, because you've you've seen the movies, right? Yes. Um, So it's this huge glamorous beautiful stone at the heart of the mountain they don't really know exactly what it is there's a bunch of mystery around it but it has been the obsession of thorin and the dwarves they're looking for it and it's like one of the first things that bilbo finds when he sneaks in so he's got this uh hidden away taking it as one fourteenth of his share which 
technically he was like, yeah, I think I'm allowed to do that. Maybe not. Maybe maybe they're not so generous in regards to particular bits of the treasure, but that wasn't necessarily outlined in that huge contract mm-hmm. at the beginning, right? Yeah. So um, the Arkansas is there, and I guess my question for you is, do you think... Do you think that Thorin is – do you think this is a betrayal? Like he says it's an absolute – like it's a betrayal, <laughs> right? Thorin is like, you've betrayed us. You should have told me. You were keeping secrets. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was just going to ask you that question. I, oh, while, no way. While reading, <laughs> I was thinking about that question. Do you think Bilbo did the right thing? It's a little bit of mm. a different question, but yeah. it yeah. well comes down to the same thing, I guess. Mm-hmm. So mm, I think – yeah, it is. It is a betrayal because I think yeah, you should. You sh- um, the thing is, yes, you should have <laughs> told or or talked to them. It didn't say you can pick. Did it say like word by word, like you can pick the part that you want? I think it just said, and I had to go like and, and check. And folks, uh, you know, you guys can rage out at me here for this because I don't have all my resources in front of me. I think it was just that he he was uh, freed, you know, like one one fourteenth of the of the treasure is is what I I believe. I, I think that he was just entitled to that to to his to his share um, because he was kind of an equal partner, sort of, in mm-hmm. this whole venture. He was the burglar. He was he's the kind of key to everything. The dwarves mm-hmm. are going back. You know, this is theirs. It was it's their inheritance and all that kind of stuff. But you know, Gandalf supplies uh, the special map, right? We get we we read about the side entrance, and then you're going to need a burglar to go in there. Gandalf is thinking, well, Smog maybe doesn't know the smell of Bilbo, like mm-hmm. what a Hobbit smells like versus dwarves. He's around dwarves, all these different things. Um, so he's integral to all of this. But I feel like he just gets he was a, he did take a liberty. Mm. Right, because he even yeah. thinks so too. He was kind of like, eh, maybe I, maybe I took this a little bit too far. But uh, technically, I think he believes that he is allowed to take this portion of it. Because okay, the other way he could have done it, right, was just to say, um, all right, I'm going to give them my one for my my fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He could have just said that. And and what we find out in this chapter, which you're about to read to us here in a second, anyways, is that Thorin was kind of plotting and saying, nah, you know, this is um, yeah, yeah. He wasn't planning on giving up any of it. But if it's Bilbo's to give, right? Bilbo could still still give that. Mm. I wonder if he would have seen. Well, here's a question: Do you think he would have seen that as a betrayal? Let's say it's not the Ark and Stone, mm-hmm. and he just speaks up and says, "I want to give them my my share." Yeah, you know. Hmm. I think it's a gray area. Is that what you call it? Yeah, gray, gray area. Gray area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, because they haven't really discussed how they're going to divide the um. The treasure into even parts right and i mean yeah if you if you look at it like that he was one of the most important um like they provided a lot of the things to to help the dwarves and maybe you know as a reward they get to pick first but if you're i think yeah if, if you're on a journey like that together you would expect okay we're going to talk about it at the end how we're going to divide this and you know that that's what how we would do it if we, you know if we went on a journey with um our friends and and tried to get a huge i don't know tried to find a treasure or something we would probably <laughs> talk about it, like who gets what um yeah. that's what you yeah. expect right but um i i wanted to get to that part well bilbo realizes okay um 
um, Thorin is suffering from a sick a sickness. Yeah, right. So, and Bilbo also later on, um, we learn that he really um, hates this war and fighting, and he really just wants everyone to be good and and you know get along kind of like a little bit yeah of a you know he loves his home he's a dreamer he just wants to you know do everything um to um preserve the peace yeah yeah he often thinks about his, his armchair and his comforts and all that kind of stuff and then even so now it's not even just because this is this is something he's trying to do he i think he sees that uh, Thorn and company are going to die. He believes that mm-hmm. they're they're not going to be able to survive. They don't have the provisions. Mm-hmm. He talks about eating, uh, I think it was cram or something like some something that he was just tired of of what they were eating, and it just felt miserable. Mm-hmm. And he kind of believes that this is this should be over. This should be the end. We won. Smog is dead. Yeah. Uh, we got the treasure back. What's the deal here? Give them yeah. their one fourteenth, or give them whatever it, it would have been mm-hmm. the, the equivalent of that. And let's call it a day. Yeah. So it's kind of unexpected that this turns into a whole thing, you right. know. And and he thinks like the 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 Arkenstone is also a big part of what causes that sickness, right? That could be. Or is is it? That's I don't an know. interesting I thing. Really I've never know. thought of. They, they always talk about in terms of it's the that it's smog that the dragon's oh, curse, okay, or yeah. that gold itself, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes people say that the, the dwarves when they describe the the dwarves. Um, mining or digging that they digged or that they that they delved too greedily that they that they were delving mm-hmm. and, and and mining into the mountain uh with greed on their mind and that's yeah. what begot them the arkenstone that's how they got it mm. so uh, it's like the most precious gem that they've ever found i think kind of is what the way it feels like there's nothing else like the arkenstone okay and people came for other kingdoms to come look upon it and to see this thing I don't know that Bilbo actually knows all of that, mm. you know, lore and history. I think he just, yeah. So to him, it's just something that he takes and it's it's whatever. So um, real yeah. quick, so the Arkenstone is really just a very pretty stone and, and like there's no power that we know of that it can. Right. Not that we know of. Um, although I've always speculated that the mountains like Tolkien would say that the mountains were growing. Mm-hmm. And that this was like the heart of the mountain and that it was a, a oh. pulsing sort of because it did seem to pulsate like light and life in, in, in some way. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I've always thought that it's it's a mystery that they could talk about in the show or something. Some people have wondered, is it is it a Silmaril? Is it one of the ancient mm-hmm. Silmarils? Or I don't think that it is. Um, that, that it actually tells us that they're all um, we kind of know where those are all at and what happened to them. That's the whole story of the first age. But yeah, what do you think? What? Uh, can I make like a little comparison here? And excuse me yes. if I you, you kind of mentioned it. I'm I love Harry Potter and go for it. I it, it kind of made me think of Harry in the first book. It's like he he really he he's trying to acquire the well philosophers or sorcerer's stone, mm-hmm. whatever yeah. you want to call it. <laughs> yep. Um, and it's it's an important part. Um, he gets it because. He's the one who wants to have it, but mm-hmm. he never wants to use it. He's never oh, yeah. interested in yeah. how valuable or powerful it is. He just wants it to basically the same thing as Bilbo, preserve peace. Not He doesn't want Voldemort to get it. Mm-hmm. And that's why right. he wants it and takes it. And that's right. 
how he got it. That's yeah. So you think that feels the same to what Bilbo did? A little did, bit, yeah. Right? He doesn't. He's not interested in how valuable it is. Mm-hmm. He just wants to do everything to kind of calm the studio. I mean, right. Or yeah, know. it's a piece that he thinks. Okay, if I give this to those guys, they can bargain this back, and all they want is you know some some gold and silver to settle their settle themselves and we can just move on and and that'll be the end of it right right that's yeah. is sort of what he thinks mm-hmm. but it comes across as this big betrayal and it's this moment where like you should have told us we that we uh that you had that stone we've been looking for and they really play it up in the film like they're looking for it bilbo knows he has it oh yeah it's really like, good yeah i like that like, scene. oh mm-hmm. no this is bad and there's a couple of scenes where he was like talking about what's in his um like, well, like, what is he grabbing for? What does he have in his pocket? And you think, like, oh, shoot, he's been caught, right? And and it's not that exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. I think um, – I think – and you, so just real quick, just to wrap up the whole Arkenstone thing, it's its power is unknown, but yet, like, it is still some, an, an object that is more valuable than gold. Oh, okay. Right? It's Because it's so rare. Yeah. It's, it's, it's super rare, and nothing's been found like it. Um, so I think that – Maybe Thorne kind of thought, yeah, that's an obvious thing. That's that's ours. It belongs to yeah. us. Anyway, so he does sort of um, freak out a bit. Let me see if I can find it here. Uh, Bill, yeah, when he keeps asking how how they came by this, and he was like, "I gave it to them." Squeaked Bilbo, who was peering over the wall now uh, in a dreadful fright. You, you cried, Thorin. What do you think of my Thorin voice? <laughs> you miserable hobbit! You undersized burglar! That just sounds like me, doesn't it? I love it. it. No, I love it. (laughs) Uh, He shouted at a loss for words, and he shook poor Bilbo like a rabbit by the beard of Durin. Kind of reminds you of Merlin's beard, right? (laughs) (laughs) Not too many uh, references Uh, here. Okay, we better slow down. Um, I wish I had Gandalf here. Curse him for his choice in you. And boom, this is when Gandalf kind of, um, you know, pops up throws his hood back, his cloak back. Here is Gandalf, and none too soon, it seems. If you don't like my burglar, please don't damage him. Put him down and listen first to what he has to say. And this is where he kind of goes on to say, yeah, I thought this was mine, and I thought I could, you know, give it to them. They're in need. Like, honestly, if you're not going to give them gold and silver, like, they need something. Their yeah. whole, I mean, smog just destroyed. Where we went in and kind of poked the hornet's nest except mm-hmm. for it happened to be a dragon's nest right right and it just sort of burned down an entire yeah they're refugees town. yeah yeah, yeah. And, and the elves are trying to help and everything and i think more so it's probably this this mistreatment by the elves early on it's the fact that they're there they've mm-hmm. done a good deed in helping out the men of lake town but they imprisoned thorin so they're definitely he feels like they're no no friends of mine yeah and i wonder if things would have been slightly different i, I still feel like there was a great um haze over over um thorn but anyway yeah that's sort of the the, the essential f- first part of this uh, there's word of dane coming so let's read on just a little bit if you wouldn't mind there yes sweetie. Of course. <laughs> um so we heard this bilbo tries to justify himself to thorin and he explains that thorin told him he could choose any part of the treasure for himself as his share and so he chose the the arkenstone Thorin doesn't disagree with Bilbo. So here, that's interesting. So Thorin doesn't disagree with Bilbo, apparently. Um, But he calls Bilbo a traitor and -hmm. dismisses him from the Lonely Mountain, saying that he hopes he'll never see Bilbo again. Bilbo departs from the mountain and joins Gandalf, the men, and the elves, while Bilbo is saying goodbye to the other dwarves. Thorin threatens to shoot him. Mm -hmm. 
Thorin tells Bart that in exchange for the Arkenstone, he will trade him one-fourteenth of the treasure, which he will take from Bilbo's share. Meanwhile, Thorin thinks to himself that he might be able to regain the Arkenstone with Dane's help, and thus avoid having to surrender any of the treasure to Bart. Bard tells Thorin that he has until noon of the next day to deliver him the treasure. Shortly after Thorin agrees to surrender some of his treasure, Dane arrives, leading an army of strong, tough dwarfs, carrying many supplies. Bard refuses to let him through to the Lonely Mountain and give him supplies, uh, give supplies to the other dwarfs. Dane plans to wait out Bard, while in the meantime, many other dwarfs related to Thorin arrive from around Middle-earth, having been alerted by ravens and thrushes that they are needed. Bard sends messengers to the gates in the hope of a negotiation, but the dwarfs shoot, shoot arrows at these messengers instead of giving up their treasure. Dane and his army advance toward the man, the men. <laughs> and Bard is ready to open fire on them, okay. starting a huge battle. Yeah, starting this huge battle. So this is it, right? So Dane has now showed up. This is what we've been waiting for, is for him to get here to reinforce Thorin and company. And if he can make his way to sort of fortify uh, the the entrance, then we can... I mean, this is, this is, as you just read there, Thorin was thinking, okay, I wonder if there's a way to even recover the Arkenstone and not give up, you know, anything. Yeah. And that's what's, what's crazy about that is that like he just acknowledged he does owe Bilbo. Yeah. Now he might say, well, Bilbo betrayed me. So therefore like that, that makes the contract that they had void or whatever. Mm -hmm. But he definitely acknowledges that he's owed, you know, one fourteenth share. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think he would have given it to him at all. Now I think had Dane have got there and had been able to get through and that it had Bard not have, you know, barred his way, <laughs> uh, had not have, like, kept him from... That's normally Lane's job, sweetie. I'm not very good. <laughs> so uh, th then he, he, like, wouldn't have... Um, I think they would have been able to push back. It would have come to blows, or, like, serious blows. And actually, it, it, it does uh, come to that right here very swiftly. Let's see if I can find this line. It's kind of an interesting... Yeah, so... Yeah, but he reckoned with the okay. The knowledge that the Arkenstone was in the hands of the besiegers burned in their thoughts. Uh, this being the dwarves. Also, they guessed the hesitation of Bard. So Bard hesitates. Okay, mm -hmm. um, the Elven King hesitates as well. They kind of think, "Hey, sheer numbers here. We're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. We're in a good position." And this hesitation causes the dwarves to say, "No, nope, we're going to go ahead and strike first. Really." So suddenly, without a signal, they sprang silently forward to the attack. Bows twanged and arrows whistled. Battle was about to be joined. So not quite. We're on like the, the very edge of this. Mm -hmm. And then here we go. This is sort of the big shift. So I'll kind of read this and you might have to skip on down in your summary a little bit. Um, but still more suddenly, a darkness came on with the dreadful swiftness. A black cloud hurried over the sky. Winter thunder on a wild wind rolled, roaring up and rumbled in the mountains. Well, let me read that again. That's this is why I do love to, I love when he does this sort of with words and like alliteration. Mm -hmm. So winter thunder on a wild wind rolled roaring up and rumbled in the mountain. Can you say that 10 times? Let me try to do it faster. Fast. Uh, winter thunder on a wild wind rolled roaring up and rumbled in the mountain. Pretty wow. Good, right? And lightning lit its peak. 
and beneath the thunder another blackness could be seen whirling forward but it did not come with the wind it came from the north like a vast cloud of birds so dense that no light could be seen between their wings and this is where gandalf says halt right and if you want to you can kind of from that moment read on and then we'll discuss what's what is happening here um mm-hmm. this is this is this darkness that has come over the um the battle and it's this what is this you know what i mean well like like this is a is it a storm is it is it something more and if you can't find it it's okay right no i have it right here you got it? Okay. so we're um seeing just as the battle is about to break out between the elves and the men and the dwarves the sky starking and gandalf comes bringing news that a new goblin leader bulk 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 i'm sorry guys um say it again bog so you don't really pronounce the l bol ol bog bog okay excuse me if bulg. i say his name wrong but bog bog <laughs> and his army of goblins and wargs is about to arrive the skies are black because an army of bats accompanies the goblins the narrator explains that the goblins and and sensed by the death of the great goblin have been pursuing the dwarves in search of revenge with gandalf's encouragement the men and elves ally with the dwarves and fight against the goblins and wargs this is eventually called the battle of the five armies in order to defeat the goblins the elves men and dwarves lure them into the wide valley between two arms of the lonely mountain and then surround them in this manner a long bloody battle begins let's go i mean sorry that's not the right time to say let's go but that is what is happening um so yeah and you're right so it's it's blog i feel like it's blog 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 <laughs> bulg bulg the it's just, just the great blog of the north <laughs> Don't worry about it. They've been writing for years up there. <laughs> um, yeah, the goblins are upon you. Bulg of the north is coming. Oh, Dane. I feel like I should call him Blog now. <laughs> you <laughs> can. Like, okay. Uh, whose father you slew in Moria. So there's some history. Yeah. So Tell like, me more about it. Yeah, this is based. So it's son of uh, son of Azog is who this is. So Blog up. <laughs> bulg of the north i'm not gonna do it it's like there was a point in time in this podcast where i think i was saying instead of aragorn i was saying aragon or something <laughs> <laughs> i was like i had messed i mess up sweetie you know i mess up so many names oh that's okay people forgive you okay you call him blog okay blog um anyway so yeah there's just a, there's just a bit of history between dane and bulg uh and his father right so yeah, so this this is wild. This is a whole new group, and and they kind of say they hint at you know a connection earlier in the story that the great goblin king who was slew that the goblins have been looking for these dwarves, pursuing them, if you will, and kind of building up their army, building up their forces. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wolves are with them as well, right? So the wargs, I think, is what they call them, right? Right. right. Um, are are battling with them as well. So, yeah, it's crazy. They've also heard, and they rejoiced for this news, that Smog had been, that that Smog is is, uh, is dead. That he's been slain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's awesome. This treasure now is, like, more mm-hmm. than ever unguarded. Yeah. And people are kind of, you know, seeking. Well, the se- news are spreading fast. Right. Right. So, uh, Gandalf says, come. Uh, there is yet time for counsel. Let Dane, son of Nain. Is that right? Nain, come swiftly. I don't know. Let Dane, son of Nain, 
<laughs> so crazy. I love Tolkien. Um, yeah, let him come quickly, and let's let's have a good uh, council here. So so began the battle uh, that none had expected. It was called the Battle of the Far- Five Armies, and it was very terrible. Upon one side were the goblins and the wild wolves, and upon the other were the elves, men, and the dwarves. So there you go. That's that's how you get your your five sort of armies. Although don't worry, there's a there's like another one that's showing up, and it's eagles. No big deal. There's bats in the sky too. You know what I mean? Right. How many factions are represented here? They say five, but sweetie, I feel I like was gonna there's say, more. So there's five. So we have the three, like the men, uh, uh-huh. dwarves, and elves, elves fighting on one side, and on the other side was the goblins, goblins and the wild wolves. Okay, is what okay. they say, right? Um, and they just kind of met on the way and say, "Let's uh, let's fight them together." <laughs> oh, how did they? <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's a great question. Um, I think they did earlier, like when the when they get out of the Misty Mountains after Bilbo has found the ring, they're kind of up. Then if you remember in the film, they do a good job of this. They're riding these like wild wolves and you see some of the goblins or the orcs or whatever riding um, these wargs, if you will. Okay. So yeah. they kind of have a partnership of some kind, mm-hmm. I guess, but okay. they also speak. So, you know, it's oh, yeah, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, they're, they're this group that, uh, that shows up and yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the hatred of the race of dwarves was um, rekindled to a fury because of the killing of the Goblin King. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Now, here's something interesting. So it says that they... Um, tidings had gathered in secret ways. So how these, these things showed... I mean, Tolkien hints later that a lot of other beasts and creatures of the, of the wild can communicate, right? Mm-hmm. So we've got mm-hmm. ravens and other, other creatures. Uh, the thrush that spoke... Uh, to bard, if you will, things like a little bird, right? Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. that uh, can can communicate. Have gotten back to the um, the goblins. We're not exactly sure what those things were, but it does say. Uh, let's see, tidings they had gathered in secret ways, and in, and in all the mountains there was a forging and an arming. So they have learned about where they're at, what's going on, the quest, and and what have you. So. Uh, they marched, they gathered on the hills and the valleys going ever by tunnel or under dark until around beneath the great mountain, uh, Gundabad of the north, where, where was their capital? A vast host was assembled, ready to sweep down in time of storm, unawares upon the south. And it does mention here, I was trying to find this, this part. Yeah, how much Gandalf knew cannot be said, but it is plain that he had not expected this sudden assault, Mm -hmm. which I thought was interesting. I kind of thought maybe he, he did, but. Uh, clearly he didn't. He was, he was kind of in shock that this happened. So it's almost a good thing. Not a good thing, but I mean, you know, like it unites them because the goblins right. were enemies of all. Right. And kind of brings them to their senses. Yes. Right. Yeah. You're right about that. Yeah. So, so that's, uh, that's, that's kind of a good yeah, thing. Yeah. And we learned that they can put aside all their differences for a moment and work together here mm-hmm. because they have to. Yeah. They have to. Yeah. yeah. So you had just mentioned right where you left off in your summary that there is they try to fortify they're trying to lure them into and can you say that word for me lure lure, lure. yeah that's better that's I know good. I, sometimes I still struggle with them you're, pronunciations you you are so <laughs> good I kind of wonder if there's any like would you guys have known just just shoot me a message would you have known that Lottie is German would you have known that like this is that English is not her well, probably like some words probably sound a little different. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah some but... words are hard, some are easier. Easier. Yeah, yeah I do that because, <laughs> yeah, it's a mixture of British influence, Australian influence. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, uh, because my brother lives in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now the Midwest accent influence. Yeah, I actually had a text message. I don't know if I told you about this. Or I, I, I screenshot it and sent it to you, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, shout out to one of my friends at work, uh, Mr. Fox. Who was like we met uh, the other day? He got to he got to meet Lottie, and he was like, "Now listen here." He was like, "You almost had me." He was like, "I almost believed that 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 beautiful woman was your wife, until I heard her speak." <laughs> there is no way. There's a flaw in your story. She is not from Germany, and I, he was like, yeah. when, "He's an English teacher," so he was like, "She speaks better right. than you." I was like, "I I know. <laughs> I yeah." Well, that's um, not true. No, yeah. I think he said, "Yeah, hire someone uh, with a better German accent." Yeah, hire someone time. with a better German accent. So now I've got Lottie. Like, okay, you're gonna have to turn on the German accent when <laughs> folks are around, so they believe my story. Um, okay, let's see if you have it. We can read on just a bit more because right where i'm at here it says you know bard's calling like to the mountain to the mountain right let's take our place while there is yet time and this is where they're trying to gather um along what they call the southern spur like the slopes mm. of, the, of yeah. the mountain to try to lure them in to that sort of front entrance and then attack them from right, the from sides all, yeah from all the sides yeah 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 and we find out that Bilbo is pretty unimportant during the Battle of the Five Armies. He wears his invisibility ring the whole time. Nevertheless, for a long time afterwards, it is this portion of his journey that he's most fond of relating to others. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Bilbo, standing close to Gandalf, sees the men, dwarves, and elves fight together to defeat the goblins. The elves are the first to attack the goblins, and at first, it seems as if the goblins will be defeated. Then the men, dwarves, and elves realize that they have only defeated the first wave of enemies. Oh, crap. Many more goblins are coming. Goblins quickly overwhelm the mountain. But just as they begin to climb the walls of the main gate, Thorin and the, the other 12 dwarves burst out and bravely fight back. This is a great moment in the movie, mm -hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Many die throughout the battle. The elves, in particular, suffer great losses since they didn't bring enough troops to begin with. Bilbo stands with the elves since he would prefer to ally with them. He thinks that battle is a dirty business and that all the stories that say that battle is glorious are lies. Mm. The True. Yes. Yeah, we'll probably discuss that later. Mm -hmm. The battle goes on for many hours without a clear victor. The goblins seem like they are about to take the gate when Bilbo sees the eagles arriving from the skies. But a stone hits him in the head and he loses consciousness. Gosh dang it. It's the best part. You know, the eagles are showing up and he gets hit in the head with a stone and, and falls unconscious. So, uh, yeah, that's basically that got us right up to the sort of the end of this. So this is it was a terrible battle. This, I'm going to read just a little bit from the book here. Mm -hmm. The most dreadful of all Bilbo's experiences uh, and the one at, at the time that he hated the most. And which is to say it was the one he was most proud of and most fond of recalling long afterwards. So because it's, it's the most terrible experience mm -hmm. and he was in and around it, witnessing it, yeah. um, trying to stay close to the elves. He survived. Survived, yeah. yeah. Um, it So, Yeah. A, a magic ring of that sort is not a complete protection. Oh, sorry. Um, actually, uh, I may, uh, yeah, I may say he put on his ring early in the business and vanished from sight. So mm. that's really how he's able to kind of um, 
not only is, is he a hobbit, and it can he, if he wants to, maybe go undetected. You know, he's, he's also right. very small. Yeah. Uh, but he has an invisibility ring. And so he tosses that bad boy on, and he's invisible. But that does not completely protect him from flying arrows, spears, and rocks mm-hmm. that are that right. are that are flying. I thought of it when I was reading this, though, the one time there's that rock, the the like raven who's like speaking or whatever, and it sounds like rock to me. Or ro- <laughs> so I was like, the rock hit him in the head, <laughs> random, and he just knocks him out, and it was actually a bird. Anyway. Um, yeah, the elves, though, were the first to kind of charge and, and to go at them, right? Their hatred for the mm-hmm. goblins is cold and bitter, and they're definitely getting at it, get, getting at it and the, the fight is pretty pretty serious, yeah. The arrows, yeah. Yeah, the, the elves are not really prepared for this. No one really is, but... Yeah, no, this is this is all unexpected, um, for sure. They were just trying to help the men of Lake Town, figured they could reason with Thorin. I think people underestimated the... This, the the greed, the power of greed, the sickness of the of the dragon sickness that's mm-hmm. on the um, you know. Oh. This is the <laughs> Sorry, thing. Sorry, that's my foot. <laughs> Sweetie, this is a this is a thing in the podcast. <laughs> Although now for the first time, guys, for the first time, this is appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> like every other time it's been Lane's foot under the table, <laughs> and this is the first time it really feels right. <laughs> yep. I always wish there was video right now just Sparks to kind of flying. Wow. Holy, I mean, arrows are flying, um, <laughs> but they're love arrows right now, guys. They're, this is the day after Valentine's Day, yep. so we're recording this. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway, um, so, yeah, yeah, kind of. A, and you know what? This is good because this is a terrible battle. Right. And so it's good that we we're. something to comfort us. Yeah, and, that we're close to right. each other and, mm. and stuff. So I like this. Uh, yeah, there's there's more details here. Uh, there's there's some really cool moments. There's cries of of Moria fr- from um, f- there's there's cries for for Dane. There's gosh, what else here? Yeah, and, and all sorts of war cries going on. Uh, wow, there is this moment though, as you said, when Thorin wielded his axe uh, with mighty strokes, and uh, and nothing seemed to harm him. To me, to me, elves and men, to me, oh my kinsfolk. He cried, and his voice shook like a horn in the valley. Wow. Which is awesome, right? So, yeah. So so he's kind of running out there. He rushes out. Um, they all had forgotten Thorin, and mm-hmm. he knows that. And so he comes out as the king under the mountain yeah. and really sort of redeems himself in a large way. Yeah. Right? And Yeah. They're so incredibly brave. Mm-hmm. They're 12 people. Yeah. Yeah, just rolling out here. I mean, yeah, charging forward. And it's a full-on battle out there. The the second wave right. hits. You think we're doing fine, and then there's even more. Mm-hmm. So they really did need uh, Thorin to kind of step up here. And I think he sees his kinsmen dying. He sees yeah. other people dying to, like, uniting and, and coming to, to reason. And it's something about that, I believe, breaks through to him. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. some people would argue, well, okay, well, is it just the... Is it just the treasure? Did he just see that the, the, the treasure was in jeopardy? And that's no. what he... No. No. Right? You don't think so? No, I think there's more behind it. It's, he comes to his senses. He's like, we got to defend not only the treasure, but our people. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. Uh, which is good because we had seen him... You know, I, it, the other thing too is we don't... People who are kind of judgy and critical of Thorin... This is where I feel like uh, Bilbo... You know, Gandalf talks about Bilbo having pity... And understanding mm-hmm. and seeing things. This is what I love so much about you, sweetie. Uh, is that you see things from other people's perspectives and you wonder why why is he doing this? 
yeah. there something this is out of character for him mm-hmm. or this doesn't seem right and so you look deeper and you start to figure out yeah it may be that there is something else there's a sickness on his mind and it has to do with this treasure and the dragon's curse and all this kind of stuff and that's what bilbo sees and i always appreciate that about bilbo and gandalf like he sort of passes that advice on um to to frodo later when he's talking about smeagol Mm -hmm. and because because frodo's like we should kill him right now and you know um whatever they talk about pity yeah and it just seems like you know it's it's kind of one of those things that that yeah that that's interesting that bilbo is able to kind of notice that stuff right right yeah yeah um okay so yeah as he charges out the wargs uh are scattered and thorin drove right against the bodyguard of blog bulg (laughs) but he could not pierce their ranks already behind him among the goblin dead lay many men and many dwarves and many a fair elf that should have lived yet long ages merrily in the wood that's sad yeah you know god that that line i mean it feels like tolkien is almost like you know sad himself that the elves are suffering losses and Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and and this is something we said we, we talk about it but it's the idea that this was a terrible thing and that war yeah. is terrible. Yeah. Right. And this is not, there's so many of these lives that were lost that didn't need to be in this, uh, you know, I don't know. Again, they, they were about, it, it feels a little bit not better, but it feels like we understand like, cause I think we paint the goblins out to be just absolutely greedy, kind of evil, mm-hmm. kind of whatever menacing. And when they were fighting amongst themselves, that felt worse. Like, oh my gosh, they're about to fight each other. This is not, mm-hmm. this is not good. Yeah. Um, and then now we're kind of, we're falling to, you know, like now we're fighting the goblins. And even though that's worse, it still feels like you're fighting. I don't know. But at the same time, it loss, loss is loss, right? They're, right. they're losing sort of, um, yeah, yeah, lives here. So, uh, yeah. And Bilbo says it's terrible. All right. Um, his numbers were too few. His flanks were unguarded. Soon the attackers were attacked, and they were forced into a ring facing every way. Hemmed all about with goblins and wolves returning to the assault, the bodyguard of Bulg came howling against them and drove in upon their rank like waves upon cliffs of sand. Their friends could not help them, for the assault from the mountain was renewed with redoubled forces. So on all of this, Bilbo looked with misery. So he's seeing his friends just surrounded. This is, looks terrible. Um, he had taken up his stand on Ravenhill among the elves, partly, um, yeah, partly because there was more chance of escape from that point, and partly with more of his Turkish part of mind, because he is going, uh, he b- because if he was going to be in a last desperate stand, he preferred to defend the Elven King. Something about him, you know, mm-hmm. this is why he gets that status sort of as an elf friend, because he yeah. chooses to stand with them, and, and everything. So. Uh, Gandalf. Let me see here. Gandalf is also there. We're about at the end here. Um, yeah. So as he's wa- as he's watching the battle, let me read this to you here. Uh, he's sitting there, deep in thought. Yeah, he was wondering if Gandalf would send off some last blast of magic before the end. Oh, yeah. Which aren't we all wondering that? Kind yes. of like Gandalf. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Now's your time. Right. Yeah, I totally get that. I'm totally with him. They're standing, not under, you know, it. like you said, it's terrible. Like watching your friends, you've traveled with them for so long. Yeah. Got to know all of them and they're, you know, there's other, other, obviously more than those 
dwarves that you travel with, but you kind of you don't want to see any of them die, really. Right. And now you're standing there. You're not really the fighter kind, you know. You don't really, and and he just doesn't. All he wants is just you know, go home and mm -hmm, have his mm -hmm. garden and yeah. No wait, that's Sam, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's, well, still kind. Of, yeah. A hobbit. He's I'm a hobbit. Sorry. They got gardens. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like you know, yeah. sit in his house and yeah. <laughs> have a good life, really. Right. And yep. now he's standing his there comforts. in the middle of that battle, seeing all these creatures die and friends die. And yeah. And then, yeah, like Gandalf is this big. This power is a wizard. Yes, he's powerful. He's, Look, he resembles hope, really, for him. Yeah, yeah, he does. Actually, in, for, in a lot of ways, that, that, that's, that's a really good point. I think that even in the, well, in the Lord of the Rings series, I think a lot of times the wizards were meant to be that they're they're meant to be um wise counselors protectors to some degree but they're not they're they're meant to sort of guide men mm. and help them along and to, and to help them in this fight against the you know Sauron and and, and the one ring right but not necessarily directly be involved this was not yeah. this was not their 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 fight they were sent over uh, to do that. So yeah, they always, Frodo thinks about it too. Like they're always wishing that Gandalf would, would, would be there and they have a comfort in, in him and in this wizard. Here's my question, sweetie. Would Dumbledore have <laughs> done something at this moment? You know, like Gandalf <laughs> yeah. is just in the midst of this, but yeah, uh, he says he was hoping, preparing, I, I suppose some last blast of magic before the end. And cause the end didn't seem that far mm -hmm. off. Yeah. But I don't know. You think Dumbledore would have uh, pulled up some crazy magic? What would he have here? used? Expelliarmus. <laughs> <laughs> I think people are gonna get mad. At oh, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The whole time. But yeah, it made me think of that too. Like he also resembles that power that you know he he kind of knows everything. And when you, you find out, not even Gandalf or Dumbledore or whoever that person doesn't didn't expect this to happen, then you know mm -hmm. you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is the saddest part. Like like um he's thinking that thought about Gandalf hoping there. Um, but really he's like he's like, I would rather old smog have been left with this wretched treasure than that these vile creatures should get it and poor old Bomber and Balin and Philly and Killy and all the rest come to a bad end. And Bard too and the Lakemen and the Merry Elves misery me. Mm -hmm. I had heard songs of many battles and I have always understood that defeat may be glorious. Uh, it seems very uncomfortable, not to say distressing. I wish I was well out of it. That's mm -hmm. an interesting line too, right? I have heard yeah. songs of many battles and have always understood that defeat may be glorious. Uh, it seems very uncomfortable mm -hmm. and not to say distressing. It's interesting, I think. Yeah. Like like he, you know, we, we the way we talk about like, um, honor and glory and battle and all this kind of stuff. It's 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 not everything that he's heard in poems and stories. And mm -hmm. I even see later on in um, the Return of the King, like this is this is when Sam is talking to Frodo and stuff. Like, yeah, this is uh, you get the real sort of right. You you, you get sort of the it, it feels long and it feels like my God, this is taking forever. They're trudging yeah. along here. The Hobbit's very short and it's it's more of um just just sort of a short kind of fun for kids story. But he really uh, brings like a more of a reality to it in Lord of the Rings in the, in, in the series. Yes. 
Yeah. So anyway, so just one line here that kind of mentions that, yeah, this is kind of distressing. This is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, we are being right now like surrounded and stuff. Terrifying. So yeah. yeah, he wishes well out of it. And then the the clouds were torn by the by the wind and a red sunset slashed the west, seeing the sudden gleam in the glo- Here we go again. With all the Did you hear all those? <laughs> yeah. So the clouds were torn by the wind and a red sunset slashed the west, seeing the sudden gleam in the gloom, Bilbo looked round. He gave a great cry. Uh he had seen a sight that made his heart leap. Dark shapes, small yet majestic against the distant glow. The eagles, the eagles. The eagles are coming. And then he gets hit with a rock. And he's out. <laughs> he's out. Yeah. So uh, kind of cool, right? At the end, um, it seems like salvation is on, on its way. Right. right. Carried Speaking on. of hope, yeah. Yeah, right. Now, the, can I ask you a question again? Please, yes. Did the eagles come because Gandalf called upon them? Or called them to come there? Great question. You know, I just closed my book. There is actually a paragraph right there at the end. Because didn't he... I don't... See, I, I don't know if that's a movieism, but didn't he... In the movie, didn't he call the eagles? Uh, you mean in the... When he's... When Gandalf is captured? When Gandalf is captured, you mean in The Hobbit or you mean in The Lord of the Rings? I think it's The Hobbit when they were on that cliff and that they're getting attacked by the orcs and then the, everything's burning they're up in the in the mm-hmm. trees hiding or try, you know, not hiding but like they're trying to escape the orcs but there's no way to go and then I think he sends something some kind of creature okay I don't in, for, in the film yes I don't remember that yeah you're probably right there's a lot of things that I remember because <laughs> I think that's the end either of the first or second Hobbit movie okay and then they just hop on the eagles and yeah. I was thinking it would said something here. It probably says it in the next chapter too, more about the the eagles and how they had been watching and keeping track of things. Um, I think, but yeah. Either way, yeah, they 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 did show up. I the reason I don't think that Gandalf called them, unless he did it in the midst of this battle. Maybe he did, but like he says, he didn't. He didn't see this coming. Right. So I'm trying to remember. Maybe that's a movieism, or maybe he did say mm-hmm. the next chapter. We'll have to find out. The funny thing about all of this is that we've already recorded the next chapter over paragraphs. Uh, <laughs> Can't paragraphs do anything story. about it. Yeah, it's already out there. Uh, the return journey is is going to be after this episode, and we've already recorded that with uh, Max and Cam and Lane and I over oh. at uh, that was uh, sweetie. That was so long. That was before you and I were married. <laughs> that was so long ago. Such a long, long <laughs> time. time ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, pe- people can let us know what they think. of or if they know if, whether Gandalf called them or not. Yeah, yeah, I don't actually, I, th- I thought, and I think there is an answer to it in the next chapter. Again, I just am blanking on it, guys, right now. So um, as to why they came, I, I believe there are bats. Again, kind of, it's easy to kind of see. Um, I think the eagles were keeping track of some of these, the, the movings and the mm-hmm. gather and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, we'll have to check on that. Um, but either way, it always kind of throws me when you think about the Battle of the Five Armies. And you've also got this whole faction of bats mm-hmm. and eagles mm-hmm. in there as well, too. So just kind of funny. But that's it, friends. That is the the chapter right there. Um, and that is Lottie's first experience 
for an unexpected podcast. How do you feel? Well, wasn't as bad as I thought. You did great. <laughs> no, I feel I feel pretty comfortable right now. Okay, good. The thing is, too, uh, and, and you know, I, I like this pod. We're way more laid back, and you know, Lottie's listened, and she knows we just talk for right. hours. Yeah. Sometimes we go on tangents that I, I don't even understand and I can't follow. Yeah. But I, I told her I was like, it'll be fine. You know, I needed to get yeah. uh, this this sort of I wanted to do this chapter before because I really want to get that paragraphs episode out for folks because again, it's got Lane on it. And you guys get to, you know, hear some of the craziness, the, this wild adventure that we're on. And I felt like this episode, um, we're going to have talked about the trailer and different things. And so why not just thrust you right. into this unexpected, <laughs> you know, adventure? Yeah, it was which a is, lot of fun. Yeah, and which is good. It will be. And I'm so I'm, I apologize if I'm, you know, not as funny as Lane. Um, but oh, my god, That's okay. You have to put up with that. <laughs> No, sweetie, you did you did a wonderful job. Okay, Lane's gonna be super happy to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least, yeah, at least I mean, you did sort of in a way fill in for him. I mean, the, the, this playing footsie under the table uh, <laughs> is yeah. you know, sorry, Lane. You can't do that anymore. Yeah, sorry, sorry Lane. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, before we sort of let uh, let everyone go, d- let me just ask you a few questions while I have you here, and while the mic the while sure. the mics are are hot. Um, when did, cause you just recently started reading the books, right? Yes. Cause um, you've seen the films back in the day. I've seen all the movies, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I always wanted to read the books, but I was a little intimidated yeah. because I heard they're not easy to read, especially the Lord of the Rings books. Um, and especially in English. So I don't back way back in the days. I was like, Oh, there's no way I can read them in English. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know. Just seemed like a lot and i and then i uh, actually sweetie I, it started um oh boy it's a tell-all here way, we go <laughs> way back in the days when i was listening uh-huh. to podcasts and i was writing my master's thesis um i was like i need something to you know take my mind off of all this school stuff right so i was starting i started listening to podcasts and i'm hugely into harry potter so i right. started listening to that and then i you know found this uh lord of the rings podcast and okay. uh, through okay. the harry potter podcast and I was really like, oh this would be so cool to read the books and oh you know listen to the uh-huh. podcast mm-hmm. and stuff um and that's wow. what kind of encouraged me to to read the books but um way more important to encourage <laughs> me to <laughs> reach out to you <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so, this is so awesome yeah and then uh, i was so like funny. oh now i i've got to read them like yeah you do you do you know because uh so and i it, wanted to impress you oh my god you're amazing <laughs> guys i told you this is my rosie right here i i love you sweetie um love you too okay uh so so you so you have yeah you've, you've seen all the films and stuff because you were kind of listening chapter by chapter mm. right and then you were just read it you were like you'd read it and then listen or would you would you listen and then read how did you i you haven't gotten through all of them yet you're, you're still working first way book through. so or is it f- I don't fellowship remember. yeah yeah the fellowship the whole yep. book mm-hmm. but isn't it divided into two books into two. so there's yeah. actually like two books. yeah book one. but i gotta be honest i so that's the thing be honest i started listening to maybe the first four or five episodes and i thought they were great mm-hmm. but then i stopped because i didn't want to like we started. Oh yeah, I know. We t- yeah, we talked about that. That's like you can, see, you can share that. Yeah, yeah. We, start, we started talking. I was like, I don't want to 
Yeah. I don't really. I don't want to get to know day. you through through a podcast. I I just want to talk to you and and not be like, oh yeah, I've heard all this like you know on all the episodes. So I stopped listening to the episodes actually, and and I um, went, so I started out reading the book and then I switched to the audio book because I love audio books and I find I read more books on Audible because I can do um laundry and, and dishes right. and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, I read the first book and I I. I I stopped listening to... I'm sorry, sweetie. I stopped listening to the podcast. No, I remember we <laughs> talked about this, and I think it's a good thing. I was like... Because, okay, all right, just, just... Okay, can we just do... Can we just tell... I'm just going to tell folks a little bit sure. about, you know, how we how we started talking and stuff. Because it was very unexpected, and I really did not know uh, that you were going to... Or, or I, I knew that you had listened to me through Swish and Flick. Right. And I remember early on, you had said to me... Like when we started talking and you read, you know, I don't want to fill in words here for you, but it, the, the the gist of it was that you heard me on a podcast, mm-hmm. thought it was a nice huff, <laughs> huff and puff, which I am, Yeah. by the way, I try to be anyways, I, I try to be, I'm not, um, r- really, I think anybody who has listened to this podcast and who knows me, um, I, 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 I like Bilbo for, for a reason. I like to be... Um, positive I, li- I like to be an agent of peace i like i like uh, for people to feel good and i want mm-hmm. people to be comfortable and, and live good lives and mm-hmm. uh promote positivity and, yeah. and send out positive energy and so that's what you did for me and like every time we talked i was like oh my gosh and we just sort of kept talking and and you had said to me yeah by the way at one point you said that early on you're like i don't listen to your podcast anymore because you know you wanted to get to know me for me you wanted to hear things and, yeah. you know, not be sort of, which I thought was great because a lot of that stuff, too, is so old. You know, you forget that when you start that. And once we started talking, um, it's it's different that those that's like three, four, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Some of that stuff is four years old. Yeah. And I've changed a lot. And my right. my thoughts, uh, some of that stuff I don't even remember. Right. Yeah. You'd be like reminding me of, of, <laughs> of stuff. So I thought that was very sweet. And it was one of the things that I remember first telling Lane after I had, you know, we had had our, uh, you know, first sit down, right after our one on one. Then that I said to Lane, I was, I was like, I right away said to him, "It's Mrs. Kirk." Boldly, like so <laughs> long ago, people are probably like, "Oh my God, this is ridiculous! Why are you guys talking about this?" Sorry, we just kind of unexpectedly stumbled into it, um, <laughs> because really, I was just going to have you talk about like your your, your Tolkien stuff, but really, a part of that Tolkien mm-hmm. experience is me and is, is our relationship, yeah. right? Yeah. Is is getting to to know each other and stuff because it was really all Harry Potter. It was really all like, um, I think the first time you had heard me, I was on Swish and Flick. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then you're kind of like, oh, cool. They, they plugged his social media. Let's go find him. Yes. You know? Yeah. And it was great. So it's, it was, it's been quite the adventure mm-hmm. and I kept it real close to the chest. Didn't, you know, I don't know. It was a, it's a really special thing. So, yeah, it, then you started to kind of read, and you've got through the fellowship. And what are your plans now? You plan on continuing to read maybe yes, um, absolutely. Two Towers in the third book? Yeah, yeah, yeah I loved I reading. loved reading the, the fellowship. Yeah, and, you uh, don't have to if you don't want to. <laughs> no, I'm not just saying this because <laughs> I have to. Right I, no. Could you I, imagine, though, if you did, you were just like, I'm good. I'm actually <laughs> out. Like, I don't really feel it. No, I really want to read I it because know. I always believe, like, yeah. Movies can be great, and and they're their own thing. You know, it, it doesn't really. Mm, 
sometimes you say oh yeah the, the movie i hate the movie the book's so much better there's so much more details but it's a different type of it's a different type of media it's it's just what it is so it's okay to have a movie and we're, we're glad we have them but i also want to yeah want to read all the little cha- i did i had no idea before reading uh the fellowship there was so much more to the the hobbits just traveling through um oh gosh um middle earth help me yeah and um you gotta help me what, what, <laughs> the where, shire where? of course the, the shire. shire and then how they the old the, forest the, the, everything that's before so in the, in the book like, oh uh, Bree. sorry everything the, before Bree. right the the in the movie they kind of skip all that and which is okay it's it's still a long movie you have to skip some parts but it's so cool let's just traveling with them and all the little details and every day is kind of described and and you kind of feel that you know like you're you're going through things you never had to, to to face like oh where do i get my food from where do we sleep and and feels like very long everything feels really yeah. long and yeah. also i had no idea before reading this book and this is the whole point of reading it too uh you get a more a lot more you know vocabulary out of them because now yeah. I, I i i told you i think early on that no idea that there were so many words for what was it hills or something when they get to the oh yeah um when the the, the barrow downs yes yeah and oh it's so many different words and i yeah. had to look up like almost every other word and i'm like i'm <laughs> fluent in english but this is different <laughs> yeah yeah words i've never heard before and it's it's fun actually so the beginning was very slow for me it, um I, I I had to kind of get to the point where I was like, oh yeah, this is actually fun because now I know all these words. I don't have to look it up anymore. Yeah. And um, yeah, and uh, it's it's really a, a good way to expand your vocabulary, even when you think you're, you know. Oh, it is. E- even even if you are um, a native speaker, mm-hmm. I, I feel like there's a lot of time. Well, for, gosh, I'm going through going what what what. Yeah. <laughs> what, 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 what is this word? Yeah. And what does it mean? And how do you say it? Which is awesome. So he does challenge us in that way. And that is why mm-hmm. The Hobbit is a lot easier, more simple, more streamlined mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, there's an economy of words. Like he uses less amount of words to convey more, I think. Mm-hmm. Which you had said. You've been reading um, Narnia. Oh, yeah. And you really like C.S. Lewis in the way yeah. that he doesn't have to use a lot of description and a lot of words. Right. Very, it's a very simple way to deliver story. Yeah. But yep. it hits, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I get where people are like, "Oh no, this is too much for me." He could have said that in like two sentences, and he right. spends two pages on it. It's more poetry. It's more right. like he's just describing and painting a mm-hmm. scene, and really, um, yeah, using every word that he can to right. to try to illustrate something in your mind. I loved when yeah. they went to the. Um, Lothlorien, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, really beautiful. Yeah, it's a place I want to go to. Okay, and revisit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, and um, so I think it's great, and I think it's great that you are reading this. And so, what we'll probably do, and just uh, heads up for folks, um, we do have some some plans kind of in the future to do some stuff on our own, and to continue also here with an unexpected podcast, and to keep mm-hmm. doing more content. Uh, just kind of. I just kind of roped Lottie into doing this. She's because uh, you, you've really never recorded like, no. a podcast or anything. No. Uh-uh. I swear, you've done a great job. I'm really proud of you. Well, thank just, you. you know, Thanks. You've done, you've done wonderful. This is great. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, for me, it's just fun to hear your voice in these headphones. It's great. <laughs> it's like right, right in my ear. Um, all right, friends. Well, that is, again, we have to go back and we actually now have to go record 
the beginning of this episode. Because that's just what we're doing nowadays, is we're just all over the place trying to figure it out, trying to make schedules and times work. So um, with that, friends, we want to thank you for helping us defend Erebor, right? Mm -hmm. We defended it. As far as we know, I mean, Bilbo is knocked out. So we'll have to kind of wake up with him next chapter and and see uh, what is going on. And next chapter, you will have the pleasure of hearing Cam, Max, myself, Lane, maybe a pizza delivery in the (laughs) middle of all of it. Some pretty crazy stuff, actually. Um, So, yeah, that's going to be a good time. So we'll move on there to that'll be chapter 18. 18, yeah. Yeah. The return journey. So Sounds good. Yeah. Um, All right. This is a really important part. Sweetie, you ready for this? So this is where, don't forget to whistle. Okay, I need, can you whistle? Uh, try it, try it, try it. do that? That's good. Put your lips together. That's good. That's really good. Do you not, I don't you, know the tune though. Uh, it's, you just, just whistle. <laughs> when, okay. when I start whistling, you start whistling. Okay. Okay. Uh, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write that review, leave a comment, or send us a shadow fax. And Bubble right. knows. I think. <laughs> that was great! <laughs>MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.